0: Bobby Bones, post-show, pre-show.
1: What's happening, guys? I'm on this camera here, Ready? Yes. Okay. Uh, thank you guys for watching on Facebook. Thank you for listening to the podcast. This is the extra bit of the show that doesn't go on the air. I want to put on Hillary, who we call her Utility Hillary, because she does a little bit of everything for the show. But she has not been a part of the show for all last week and started this week. And I didn't mention who had COVID, but then I saw she went on her Instagram story and said that she was getting over COVID. Hillary, how you feeling?
2: I am doing so much better.
1: How did you find out you had COVID? Like, were you having symptoms? And then uh, what was it like?
2: So I woke up and I couldn't taste or smell. So I just assumed I had it. Um, So I went and got a rapid test and it told me I had it. So I immediately came into my room and locked myself away for 10 days.
1: When you wake up and you can't taste anything, are you trying multiple things in a row to go, okay, that didn't work. Maybe this next one will.
2: <laughs> I absolutely did. And same with smell. Like the the way I knew I was putting on my deodorant and I couldn't smell it. And I was like, oh no. That's so crazy. So I immediately went to go get something to eat and I tried it and I couldn't taste it. And so I immediately called my mom because she was at work and I was like, hey, I think I have Corona. And she was like, because I don't have a car here. So she said, I'm on my way home. Let's go get you tested. So we had to wear masks the whole way there and back. So did she get it? No, nobody in my family got it. It's crazy.
3: Were you close to them the the whole time? They were in
2: a car. Oh, yeah. My oldest sister, me and her were together all the time. Like anywhere I went, she was with me she tested twice and she never got it nobody in my family has it i live with them right now obviously none of them got it it's crazy
1: how how sick did you get
2: thankfully i had a very mild case i lost my taste and smell i got really bad headaches which i'm kind of still getting some headaches um i was just really tired i completely lost my appetite um so it was crazy
1: And are you all the way back with your smell and taste right now?
2: I think I finally am. It took a little bit, but I think I'm 100% back with taste and smell.
1: Was there ever a time where you could just taste just a little bit, where it started to come back and you're just like, I can kind of taste that mustard?
2: Yes, it was. And it would come back a little bit and then it would go away. And then it would slowly start to come back. Um, but there was a time where I feel like I could only taste like 50% of it. I could barely taste it or I would eat one thing and I couldn't taste it. And then I would try something else and I could taste that.
1: Do you think, you know, where you, you got it?
2: I honestly have no idea. Um, the only places I had been, Um, I went to the grocery store, and I did go to a coronavirus testing site where I had tested negative that time, and then six days later, I tested positive. So I don't know.
1: What about the airplane that you flew down on?
2: It was probably like, I think I got it maybe nine days after I flew. Mm. So I don't think I got it from that. I do think I got it from somewhere here.
4: She's in Florida. Florida. You guys don't want to just like I do what y'all did to me. There we two,
5: go. Two people from our show. They go to Florida they come back with Come Corona.
4: on. You guys gave me a hard time. Go ahead. I mean. Well,
1: she didn't go to the beach.
5: Yeah, she went to see family. She lives on the beach. Yeah, but she didn't go on vacation there. She went to see family. So, Eddie, it's different. Okay.
1: Eddie's just like, come on. <laughs> Somebody else for <but> me, please. <laughs> Hillary, when are you better? When do you come back?
5: Um, I'm coming
2: back Monday.
1: And you're fully Except for the headaches You're back all the way Like physically
2: you're good I am 100% back I have more energy now And I'm eating I can smell things Taste them So I am feeling 100% better
0: Did
4: she already test negative? Yes Wow Jeez, man Remember me? I took like, yeah, hot, was,
5: like Two was months to test negative 40 days Before he could come hey, back
4: to work Sure he was oink, oink, Wink wink no. <laughs> Guys you don't think I wanted to be back? <laughs> hey that was... Stop Wink wink I can see you
1: winking Hey Eddie Hey, you wanted to be back. I'm
4: not a very no. good winker.
1: All right, Hillary, uh, stay safe. Now you have the antibodies, though. You're basically a superhero. How about yeah, it? Yeah.
5: So they say that some people still like get it again. Anything,
1: well, are you guys, Eddie, what are, you, are you going places?
4: <laughs> not really. No. I That's, mean, but, I, but here's the thing, though. My kids go to school, like. They wear masks all day. They do, mm-hmm. but I mean, they're still around a lot of people all day.
1: I think you're vulnerable again.
4: Probably. I would think so. I'm treating it that way. Man, right after, though, I got better from COVID, I was just like, everybody give me a hug. I don't care. I miss people. I went to a movie.
1: (laughs) Great. Hillary, hope you're doing better. I'm glad you are doing pretty well.
2: Thank you. I appreciate it.
1: All right. Bye-bye.
2: Bye.
5: Bye. Bye.
1: I just got a text from someone I'm close to that just got COVID. I'm not going to say because I don't know if they're saying they have it yet or not. I said, how are you feeling? They go, not gonna lie, it is really rough, ready for it to go away. It's so weird how it just affects everybody differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, our other friend who, I don't know if he said he had it publicly, so I won't say his name, is in extremely good physical shape, just A plus. And he, it hurt him bad. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously grand, Caitlin's grandfather's still fighting it in the hospital now and that is not good. But yeah, saw so Hillary was talking about it. So I was like, let's see how she's doing. Uh, let's see here. There is a dog reading update. Amy has a friend who reads dogs, Mm -hmm. like a dog whisperer, but they just see a picture of them and tell you what the dog's thinking. Yes. My only fear and concern with this is that they can just hear and see stuff about me and then go, uh, your dog's upset. He knows someone around him's left-handed. Well, that's easy to see. (laughs) Okay. You Googled it. I'm (laughs) left-handed.
5: But Listen, I don't know. This is just someone that I was referred to by another friend. Yeah. And so I thought, well, why not? So okay. she looked at a picture of my dog and kind of said some stuff that my sister and I were both on the phone during the reading and we both, our jaws dropped. Because how would this person even know certain things she was saying? Does it matter what picture I give? I just need the picture. I don't think so. We just sent whatever one. Make sure maybe you could she can see Stanley's eyes. I'm oh, guessing. I, have,
1: I mean, can't you just go to Stanley's Instagram? Oh, yeah. He's got I a lot of pictures. N-
5: I'm not. No, I'm not going to give her what. Uh, no. that Then Then it's like, I don't know what she knows about you or even who you okay. are. But I've paid for it. Oh. It's You're done. You're ready. She's been busy this new year. So you're on a list.
1: Wait, I'll, I'll am, let you know. I'm on a waiting list.
5: I think there might be a little bit of a waiting list, but, oh, but you're already, I, I, I got you on it. it as late last week, so.
1: Can I send a Stanley meme? <laughs>
5: <laughs> I don't care. We have a lot of those. Send whatever.
1: Mr. Dot Stanley Bones is his Instagram if you guys want to go follow him. Mm-hmm. I'll find one. I'll send it to you in a little bit. Send her the picture that I gave you for Christmas where he's dressed like Isn't a football it, player. It's on my desk at work. Yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, you know what we're doing today? We're going and doing uh, cake testing. Ooh, for the wedding. And catering testing.
5: Okay, I. Stashira so told me to tell y'all when y'all test cake, if you could bring her back all the <laughs> uneaten pieces, she would really appreciate that. <laughs>
1: like, hey, what are we looking for, chocolate?
5: We, they sent us
1: like 20 flavors, and they said, pick like your top seven. Seven? Because they're, they're not going to make a peanut butter one.
5: Are you doing a groom's why cake and a bride's cake? I
1: don't know. Okay. Bones, I, why wouldn't they do a peanut butter one? That's I hate peanut you, butter. Oh, oh yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah, sorry. He
5: hates
1: it. They're not going to do a mayonnaise cake. I hate mayonnaise. Okay, yeah, that's true. Um, so we're going to do that today. I'll let you know how that goes tomorrow. I don't know much about it. If you had to pick one cake that you love, though, which would it be? I don't know. I mean, we, for Caitlin's birthday, I got her a Funfetti. Uh, nice. Vanilla. with Great eye. It was great.
4: I don't yeah. think they do Funfetti wedding cakes. They though. do, though. Oh, do they?
5: Of mm. course. Yeah, they can do whatever. like they would roll their eyes at I that. I had mint chocolate. Like, mine was a vanilla cake, but when you sliced into it, there was rows of mint chocolate chip icing. Nice. Because that's my favorite. That's it was good. subtle. Subtle, a little minty green, but you can really do whatever you want.
1: I'll let you know tomorrow how it goes. All right. Uh, get real. Oh,
5: what? man. I was just thinking, what a way. If you go to your cake tasting and then you're like, I can't, I can't taste this uh, cake. This cake sucks. <laughs> 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 and then that's when you find out. You
1: offend them. Get real with Caroline Hobby. Listen to that podcast. It's great. She's talking with Lex Allen, the fiance of Jimmy Allen. She talks about how they met, the first kiss at a stoplight, how she's handled Jimmy's rise to fame. Lex Allen. They have the same last name, but they're not married. You, is that is that coincidence? I don't know. Good cat. Were they be, related? I don't Good know. Cat. <laughs> that would be crazy. Uh, I saw, and it was you know mentioned. Jen Wayne got married. Yeah, that's quick. She just got engaged, and then she got married two weeks later. I haven't talked to her. I was about to send her an, finally an engagement text, but then she's married. Do yeah. you
5: know Anything? I don't. I haven't heard anything. So yeah, you could probably just send a congrats.
4: Sometimes people just don't want to wait. Okay, like, hey, we're engaged. Let's get yeah. married.
5: I'm that type of person. But I don't... But even I did And plus, sometimes you don't... You People never really know how long someone's really been dating somebody sometimes. But, but I kind of... I mean, I No, but I mean, sometimes they keep it yeah. private from... Yeah, I, I know.
1: know. I guess I was like, huh, I wonder... Inter- interesting. Sure. Your mind
4: goes there. I, automatically, I get that.
5: People thought that about me, too. It wasn't true. And people thought
1: that... My friend Courtney was like, hey, <laughs> you're getting married? Is she pregnant? I was like, <laughs> yeah. no.
5: She's not pregnant. I know. Not yet.
1: Uh, all right, check out Get Real with Caroline Hobby. There's that. Oh, and fun fact, Caroline and Jen were in Stealing Angels yeah. together. Yes. Right. A, Be- before Jen was in. A
5: trio back in the day. And
1: The Amazing Race.
5: Oh, yeah, they were partners.
1: Yeah, and they're mm-hmm. Amazing Race partners. That's right.
5: Why'd you make a thinking face? I did not
1: know if it was a trio it or a It was duo. because
5: uh, Loretta Lynn's granddaughter was the other girl hmm. Tay Taylor, Tayla no that's Maddie's
1: partner no. no no
5: I'm trying to think of her name but I know she's Loretta Lynn's her grandma uh,
1: here's a tribute to Alex Trebek here we go this is a clip I'm gonna play for you guys this is Ray do you have this clip ready yep alright this by the way Alex Trebek's last episode aired uh, this past Friday Jeopardy aired the last episode during the show they aired a tribute to him here's the clip priceless entertainment you are
0: right <laughs> no you're not right
6: <laughs> oh
1: my influence so is felt
0: everywhere. <laughs> thank you very
6: much, Johnny. Ladies and gentlemen, thank
0: you so much. Until next time on Jeopardy, Alex Quebec. So long. So long, everybody. So long, everyone. So
1: long.
7: So long, everybody. So long.
3: So long. So long. So long. So
7: long. Hmm.
1: I know, right? And not like I knew a lot about him personally. He was just... He existed somewhere on my periphery, and at times right in front of me. Mm-hmm. When I was really into trivia and quiz bowl, a lot of my... Young Life, I watch them every day. trained every day watching Jeopardy. But the Alex Trebek thing just hits me a little harder than I guess I thought it would. So that aired his final. I think Katie Couric's first guest host. Right, Mikey? Mm -hmm. I think that's the first one. They've started lining them up. Listen, probably 30% chance I get to guest host. I was just about to
5: jokingly say.
1: Probably a 30%. Not not 50-50 coin flip. (laughs) That's a good chance, though. But probably a 30% chance that I get to guest host an episode or two. Be wow. cool. Are they saying how long they're going to do this? I think they're doing a week because you taped them all at once. I think it's Ken Jennings first. It's Ken – okay. Yeah. And Katie Couric is doing it too. I don't know why. I thought she was first. But, um, yeah, odds are, my based on my schedule and how famous I'm not, it's going to be tough. But I do think I'm on the very last – Rung of people they're considering. So, if everyone and if gets sick. Yes.
5: Yeah, it could happen.
1: <laughs> if everybody gets sick, You're uh, saying but, there's but, a chance. But we are talking about it a little bit. Cool. So, uh, Morgan Wallen and Chris Stapleton have Only Thing That's Gone. Uh, he was on the show Friday. Go back and listen to that podcast if you haven't. And this is one of the songs, Only Thing That's Gone. And here's a clip of them.
0: Bartender me
1: There you go. I mean, Morgan Wallen's a superstar now. It's crazy. Yes. Just, just a superstar. It's quick. I saw more people Instagram storing and tweeting that album and how much they were listening to it than I think any I've seen in a year or That's so. That's awesome. So, yeah, good for him. Aziz Ansari's Netflix show Master of None is coming back after a four-year hiatus, which I loved that show. I don't know that it's for everybody, but, but he got in a bunch of trouble, remember? Yeah, you do remember that. When that girl posted... You know, uh, but he is back 2017 after a four year break, which is pretty crazy. That's happening. Mountain Dew introduced a new watermelon flavor, which apparently is the first permanent flavor in, a, in 10 years. Sounds good. It does, but what? I think I've outgrown Mountain Dew. Really?
4: God, that was such a big part of your life. It was. I, f- I feel like I gave you like Mountain Dews for like Christmases back in the day. Mountain Dew, it just hurts my stomach now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything that, with that much sugar? Because you cut so much out of your life. That you know what I did? That, that much? I had a
1: full Coke the other night when I had a headache. I woke up at the middle Bottle of the night, or can? Can. Okay. I woke up, head just throbbing. And I was like, either didn't have enough water. We were up in the mountains. So it just could have been a factor of things. I uh, didn't have enough water. Didn't have caffeine that morning. And I was like, I need some. So I was up. My head was hurting. I, I just almost chugged a whole Coke. Burnt my chest. <laughs> was burping for like three hours. There's so much sugar. But... So good, and I love Coke, but even then I was like, "This is too much." Mm. I think I'm, my, my adult body is not taking well to that much. Yeah,
5: my co- concoction. What or, the? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna say cocktail, but it was more of a concoction back in the day. Was <laughs> if I wasn't feeling that great, I would take my doll with a diet Mountain Dew, and I was on another level. Like that would just send me. Because there's ingredients in my doll, like there's a little bit of caffeine and then something about the diet Mountain Dew. Those two things together would just, I was probably a great student or employee. It was like my Adderall. Yeah. Mm. yeah. In case anyone needs a quick hit.
4: <laughs> you know what I can't eat at all? And like, it's like, not that I cut sugar out of my life, except recently for this diet. But like uh, gu- the gummy, fruit gummies, you know what I'm talking about? Like fruit snacks. Yeah. You get them and put them in like your kids like lunch or whatever. Like I eat two of those and it burns my stomach. I don't know what it is about it, but I'm like, can't do that anymore. That and Fanta.
5: Oh, my daughter's obsessed with pineapple Fanta.
1: Time. Oh, we had to stop at the gas station party the other night. Did she, she get, get, get pineapple you to do Fanta? Did she do that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. What?
5: She gets everybody. Hey, can she, we go by Can, can, like, can, can we go, go, go by the gas
1: station? Can we go by gas station? I need some I need <laughs> to it's get something.
5: That's not her accent, yes, first of all. Yes, I
1: love that. And I, I was like, what do you need? something and I'm like but what, what do we need to go by the gas station for and she's like Fanta <laughs> and I'm like it's 9 o'clock she didn't care she was like I will go right in come right out yeah. I was like okay
5: she doesn't she doesn't has one one a week and she'll go she'll go into the gas station and buy them with her own money and come back out and the other night she came back out with three and I was like three she goes now we don't have to go to the gas station for three weeks. It's and hard. she has a line. Be, she's very self, just like she has her one for the week. She'll even like take a few sips, put it back in there. Maybe have a few more, more sips later. But yeah, she's very proud. See mom, there's still two Fantas in the fridge. Hmm. So yeah. Oh yeah. She's so sneaky. You
1: know what this is? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: It's uh, your electrolyte caffeinated tablet. Thingy. I don't know if there's caffeine in it. Some of them Maybe. do. Oh, I thought you said there was. Maybe. Some
1: there's electrolytes, do. but I also go full. What do I put in it now? Nerds. Metamucil. Oh, oh yeah. Metamucil. That's right. Five days out of the week. There's uh, Metamucil in that right now? Yeah, you want to drink? No, I'm good. All right. Uh, that's what's up. That's it. Check out the Bobbycast. Have Dina Carter. Strawberry wine. 17. Hot July moon. Saw
5: everything. First taste of love, oh, Sweet you on the vine, <laughs> like
1: strawberry wine. She tells a story about her and Kenny Chesney before either one of them had a hit. They weren't famous. Awesome. But 25 years since the song's been number one. So if you listen to this, check out the BobbyCast. We talk about my most anticipated releases of the week. So everything that's out this week, Dina Carter, Eddie and I talk about songs that were meant for other artists. I love this. Like Dirk's turned down Lee Bryce. I drive, I drive to your, to your truck. truck. Yeah. But it's like that.
4: But so many of these, Amy, you like listen, you're just like, gosh,
1: I can totally hear Dirk Spentley singing this song. Or Lady A, Or Lady A. A yeah. It. So check out the Bobby cast. That's it. We will see you guys tomorrow. Here is today's podcast. Enjoy. <laughs> Hello, friends. Welcome back to another week of the show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. I've never been skiing, so I've never been on a ski lift. I've seen it on TV shows. But you get up pretty high going on those things, huh? Oh, yeah.
5: You can get really high. Can you just fall out, no problem? Yes. Well, no, not no problem. They have bars you can pull down and... Some people choose not to have the bar. Oftentimes we don't, but you have okay. to still hold on. I know. can <laughs> evil. Well, some people see the bar as a, a wimpy. Like, why would you have the bar? You're, you're fine. You can hold on and sit where you're supposed to sit. But occasionally some people fall out or you lose a glove or something drops and maybe you try to go after it and then you fall out. That happens. I've dropped a glove before, but I didn't try. I was like, well, we'll when we ski down, maybe we'll find it.
1: In New York, a woman on a ski lift had a really scary ride the woman slipped from the ski lift and was left dangling above the mountain hanging from the chair. Oh, my
5: gosh. Oh the my
1: lift gosh. was stopped as soon as she slipped from her seat as staff members jumped into action. They grabbed a tarp, ran it up the mountain to her, held the tarp out, and they were like, just let go. Oh. Fa- <laughs> fall into the tarp. The entire ordeal was captured on video. Uh, here's audio of when they caught her. Oh.
0: No! Oh.
5: Because, I mean, they're having to catch her...
3: They're
1: all holding on on a
5: tarp. And they're standing in snow. Mm -hmm. Like, wow, okay. Fortunately,
1: she was not injured. Good. But you think it's because she didn't have the bar down?
5: Maybe not. Unfair
1: unfair speculation. That should be a new segment on the (laughs) show. Unfair speculation. I would say
5: it's 100% she didn't have the bar down unless there was a malfunction in the chair that she was on because there's no way with the bar you could fall out.
1: There's no way. Unfair speculation.
5: (laughs) In my opinion... And I'm a professional skier.
1: (laughs) Uh, You know, Mondays are tough. We all, for me, you just, I stay up later on the weekends. Mondays are tough to wake up for. And I think we could all use a little motivation to start the week. I follow this account on TikTok to post videos that are pretty inspirational. So, a little motivational Monday for you. And if we like it, maybe we do it every Monday. Okay. We'll just, we'll put it in the pilot phase. But this one's from motivational speaker Les Brown talking about how when you want change, it's not easy. If it were easy, everybody would do it. He uses the analogy of the mind being like a garden. Here you go. Here's your Monday motivation.
7: You know, weeds don't have to have any encouragement to grow. You don't have to water them. They don't have to get sunshine. But if you want to grow orchids or roses, there are special processes and procedures you must go through. Well, by the same token, you don't have to force yourself or motivate yourself to think negatively. But if you want to begin to move into your own personal greatness, if you want to begin to really enjoy a happy, successful, healthy Healthy life, you've got to be willing to go against the tide. You've got to be willing to harness your will and say, in spite of this, I'm in control here. I'm not going to let this get me down. I'm not going to let this destroy me.
1: And if it were easy, everybody would be doing it. People are like, how do I get there? Well, it's hard. If it wasn't hard, you'd already be there. Everybody would be there and it wouldn't be worth anything. A little Monday motivation for you there.
0: It's the Good News Countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land.
1: Let's go. I love this segment.
0: Number five.
1: A preschool teacher in North Carolina who lost his job during the pandemic just hit the lottery for a quarter million dollars. Oh, Wow! That's great.
0: Isn't that awesome?
1: (laughs) That's so cool. Uh, We're leading with that one, baby. Let's go another one. Number four. Eight years ago, a woman was heartbroken that her dog, Roxy, disappeared from her garden. Roxy even had a microchip and a collar with an ID tag, but was unable to be found. But just last week, she received a local animal shelter message that Roxy had been found. They tracked her down eight years later. Wow. Unbelievable. Crazy. Wow. I wonder if the dog even remembers you. Mm, who I knows. think so. You'll never find out. The dog no. won't tell you. The dog does. Amy has a friend that can look at a picture of a dog
6: we'll
5: and tell
1: you what the dog's thinking. Uh-huh. So maybe they should get... Roxy over to her. Mm -hmm. We haven't done that with my bulldog yet.
5: Yeah, set it up. All right. Number
1: three. A doctor in Michigan has been driving hundreds of miles in his own truck to deliver doses of the vaccine to hospitals in rural areas. So obviously more people will get vaccinated. He said he wants to make sure people know that a lot of other people are helping him make it happen. Here's him talking about the joy it's brought to people.
6: You know, to deliver the vaccine and bring it to our community, to see people's look on their faces, the joy
1: the hope, that's been priceless. And speaking of vaccines, a little girl was nervous about getting vaccinated, so her dad pretended to get the shots first. Here he is pretending to get one, and then her following right after.
0: One, two, three. Oh.
1: One in for dad. Ready? You ready? Ready? Come
0: on, right.
1: like me. Three, three, girl. Yes, be good girl. Yes. That's one. Good girl.
0: <laughs> Big man. A bow, bow, tickle, bow, bow. <laughs> good dad, <die>, good dad. <laughs>
1: Suspect choice of music there, but uh, I get it. All right, let's go. Number two. A small coffee shop in Kentucky is giving away free coffee to frontline workers for the entire month of January. It all happened because their landlord waived their rent this month and asked them to use the money to do something nice for people. Thought that was pretty cool.
0: Number
1: one. A drive thru worker in Canada mentioned to a customer that he used to go to college but had to drop out because he couldn't afford it. So a bunch of customers started a GoFundMe page, raised over $20,000 to send them back to school. They surprised him in the parking lot outside of uh, Tim Hortons where he works. Here he is being interviewed. And
0: I love people especially. Like, you know, this is who I am. Uh, giving back, right? Making people smile. And uh, thank you to everybody. All, all these people made this happen. What a segment. Boom. That was the Good News Countdown.
1: Countdown. Raymundo is our audio producer. He sits in the glass room. So he's not actually in the same room we are. But I can see him through the glass wall. And he has come to me today with a pitch for my wedding, which I'll be getting married this summer for the first time ever. Super excited about it.
3: Raymundo, what is your wedding pitch? So you said you were still looking for a band, correct? Yes. All right, well, I have a friend, and you actually know him pretty well, and you guys were both groomsmen at my wedding together. It is Eric Dodd, and I think he would be an amazing option to come and play your wedding. This is his song, Pretty Girl.
1: But a wedding band has to know, like, a ton of, like, 90s, 2000s, all formats kind of songs. And even exactly. old
5: school, like, yeah, like stuff from like, this. You dropped a bomb on me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Baby. He's pretty much the same age as you guys, and he knows all those songs, and that's what he does. Does he have a band? Uh, he does. They haven't been touring, but I've played with him one time, so I know he does. You played with him? A year ago, we ran. We oh, went to some He did bar. vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So, and then he also knows your girl, What the Shore Girl? Kaylee Shore? Yes. Uh, they're good friends. They've wrote together, and he could rope her in as well. That's an option. What's What are they going to charge me? I can talk to them. I'll be the middle guy if you want, or you can talk to him directly. Well, if you're the middle guy, you get a,
1: you get a percentage.
3: <laughs> I think, I think a this great- is why he's doing it, actually. Yeah, yeah go no. ahead. No. This is a business move. I'm doing it because Eric Dodd, I, I think he's very, very talented. He is. He's a lot better right now than the exposure he's getting, so I told him, I said, hey, if there's anything I can pitch you for, I will, and that's what I'm doing.
5: Yeah, I think, um, does he have any sort of audition tape? Because a wedding band is very different than an awesome band that's good at performing. Because you have to bring the energy and be fun and get people out on the dance floor. And, I, you know, I mean, George Strait's an amazing performer, but and he has a great band. But well, like, He can he do the wedding. At,
3: no, we yeah,
1: the wedding. No, we wouldn't hire him for the wedding. We turned
5: no, him down. I know. No, no. <laughs> I'm just giving an example of great performer doesn't equal great wedding band.
3: Yeah, but this is the type of venues he usually goes to. He does country clubs. He'll go to weddings. He'll go to uh, a lot of different stuff that aren't those big stadium shows where you got to be crazy with fire and stuff. Because you can't do that. I like that I have my middleman
1: working. Yeah, middleman.
3: Amy's working Ray here.
5: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: Look, find find me a price. All right.
5: And a small audition tape.
1: I, do you think he has
5: an audition tape? I well, I don't know. I just or maybe just even him. What's his energy on stage like? Do you know what I mean? We can't be him on a stool, being like, "All right, here's the next song." <laughs> I can know?
3: have him do a couple '90s songs. No, but go- it's the, the video that she's talking about is full. It's full band.
1: Anybody can play. Not anybody, but artists can sit and play acoustic. But just, it's band. I tell you what, I'm I'm open to it. Yeah. Present me with the material. Because we have a couple other bands that have said, hey, we'd like to do it. And they're, they're great. They have horns and horns. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy,
6: horns. I
5: feel like at a wedding band, you kind of need horns. I don't
3: think Eric Dodd
1: Does has horns. Does Eric Dodd horns? have horns?
3: Yeah. I don't believe so. But Uh-oh. everything else, guitar, uh, vocals, Cadillac, piano. killbilly music.
5: <laughs> but you never know. He might be able to find a, a horn Ray, or just too. say
3: he can get horns. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he'll mix it in. Okay, yeah. just
1: do this. Yeah. Uh, here's what we can do. So we're looking. It's like, what is it? Second week of January. We want to audition the band on the air. Yeah, I like that. Battle Hold on,
4: hold on. on. It's a great idea, Bones. But will your fiance like that?
1: She told me I'm in charge of. Oh, then who cares? But I would say the whole band. But that means that's a lot of work for you guys setting up a full band in here.
3: And they may have gone to other states just because they haven't been playing. So I'm going to tell them to dust it off.
1: Just see what's up. All right, I'm open to hearing this pitch. Maybe we have them come in and perform an audition for the wedding band. That's a
3: start. That's a start. Let's go. But it's it's full band, brah. All right, yeah, that's a great point. I didn't think about that originally, but that is the route we'll
4: have to go.
5: Tambourines,
4: tambourines, tuba. Well, that's easy. But hey, Bones, would it be something where we just throw a song out and they have to know it? You know, because wedding bands, you really need to know like Love Train, like all that stuff, YMCA, all the classics, right? That's an interesting. So do you just throw a song at them and if they can nail
1: it, that's part of the audition? Wonderwall. Yeah, exactly. Everybody knows Wonderwall. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Uh, okay, well, let's line it up. Yeah, Attention. I'll talk to Eric Dodd. This is gonna be awesome. We, <laughs> yeah, I think we're probably you know we're delaying it. Yep. Not much, but we were we were right on the cusp of being free about the about the vaccines. Yeah. Like feeling like we could really pull off the wedding, we were so on the cusp. We moved it back just how, to how much? Not much. Okay. Couple months.
4: I was planning my whole weight loss around that. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> fill me in on those things, dude. Oh, so
5: now he's gonna stop. The ma- Listen, you could actually kick, kick back up on your Matthew McConaughey diet. Mm-hmm. Come, I don't know, maybe March.
1: Okay, all right. That's no, what I'm not looking for. Super delayed. I think we could have, we could have got it in time, depending on vaccine distribution. But I feel like the new date we're putting it is we're right on. All right. So, all right, Ray. Let me know. We can get to that. Yeah. I still, I still have to call Kramer. I'm gonna have a DJ and a band. And if one sucks, I'd be like, all right, you're on. Uh, all right, you're on. You go. You take it. But Kramer doesn't know he's doing it yet. Not really. Yeah.
5: Well, especially he doesn't know the new date. What if he has plans? I w-
1: We'll see. Okay. Right.
0: Bobby the latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's thirty-second skinny.
2: Congratulations to Runaway June's Jennifer Wayne. After announcing her engagement to Austin Moody less than two weeks ago, the couple officially got married over the weekend in a small beach wedding. Kenny Chesney worked alongside several ocean preservation organizations to drop 13 10,000 pound reef balls off the coast of Delray Beach, Florida. They created No Shoes Reef 4 and it will be a part of a 32 acre underwater reef park. Morgan Wallen shared why he likes to write moodier songs over upbeat ones.
7: For me, I'm always gravitated towards the more uh, personal, moodier type songs. I think I've just always been that way, um, and it comes more natural to me. I have to purposely write a song that's up-tempo and and party. You know, uh, I think a lot of people are probably that way, but for me, I'm included.
2: I'm Morgan number 2. That's your Skinny.
7: It's time
0: for the good
1: news.
2: With Bobby. Tell me something
0: good.
1: Sarge the Dog is starting off 2021 on a great note. The Shepherd Pit Bull Mix was adopted from Foothills Animal Rescue, where the pup had been living for 628 days. That's right. And they wrote that, after 628 days, our boy Sarge is finally getting adopted today. They wrote it. They posted Sarge. They said he just needed someone to give him a chance. So after two years, Sarge has found a new forever home. Love that story. They had a video of the dog getting to the house, obviously. that's what You know what makes me get emotional? Dogs like this and military families being reunited oh, yeah. when they don't know it's coming. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those are great. Surprises. The surprises get every time. I've seen a thousand of them. I'm still like, Stars, <laughs> congratulations, buddy. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me
0: Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day.
6: This story comes to us from England. A man and his ten year old daughter were out for a walk when she sprayed a ATM with some silly string. Another guy said, Hey, can you have your daughter clean that up? It's kinda messy. The dad pulled out a knife and stabbed the other dude. <gasps> whoa, <No>. whoa. <laughs> Over silly string. Yeah, kinda silly.
1: Okay. Uh. Wait, so I'm assuming the guy didn't die?
6: No, he just stabbed him in the wrist and was just saying he was mad because his daughter's just trying to have fun and the guy trying to ruin it. Yeah, that guy ain't right. Uh uh-uh. uh. Especially when his daughter's looking right at him no, and learning and from how that. how
5: many kids does he have? And, <laughs> oh,
6: boy. Oh, I can't. I feel sad.
5: Yeah.
0: All
6: right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day.
1: On the Bobby Bones Show now.
7: Tim Tebow.
1: Tim, how are you?
7: I'm doing fantastic. Good to see you and talk with you, Bobby.
1: Yeah, you too. You know, I look behind you where you're sitting, and there is a big CMA award behind you. And before we came on, Eddie goes, did Tim Tebow win a CMA? (laughs) And I said no, but I was going to let you tell the story of why you have that CMA.
7: Well, you know, Bobby, it's just one of my hidden talents, you know, just country music. Um, No, not really. Actually, I have uh, one of Luke Bryan's CMAs, and he has my Heisman. He actually... Um, he won it at his charity event. I put it up for auction every year because I figured it would you know, uh, do a better job making an impact in people's lives, auctioning it off every year for six months or a year than it would just collecting dust in my house. And so him and his uh, sweet wife bought it um, at their event um, for six months. And so you know, a couple months ago, I delivered it over there. And so it was actually the week leading up to Florida, Georgia. And Luke is a huge Georgia fan. So he started trying to tease me by uh, putting you know his Georgia Bulldogs jersey on it and a bunch of other things and so then I, I secretly his wife got me one of his CMAs and so then I started to play a lot of practical jokes with his CMA so we went back and forth and <laughs> had an awesome time and uh, thankfully I had more bragging rights because we beat up on Georgia this year so
1: you know the the funny part of that is he brought your trophy over to my house which by the way the, the Heisman is incredibly heavy it's it's heavier than you think. And my bull, I have an English bulldog. My bulldog is the one that licked the peanut butter off the Heisman Trophy.
7: Are you serious? Yeah. (laughs) Gosh.
1: Well, listen, I'm from Arkansas, so I had no, you know, I had no dog in that race. So, but he was like.
7: There's no skin in that game. I hear you. He
1: called me and was like, hey, man, can I use your bulldog? And I was like, for what? And he goes, I got Tim's trophy. (laughs) And so he brought it over. That was it. I
7: actually liked it. I thought that was so clever and awesome. So. It's fun to be able to, to go back and forth like that.
1: Tim Tebow is on with us. The new book is Bronco and Friends, A Party to Remember. So tell me about this book. It's a kid's book, right?
7: It is. It's a children's book, and it's something that was um, so near and dear to my heart because I just remember when I was um, a boy and my parents would read to me before I'd go to sleep and the impact that it had. And so I wanted to write a children's book to, you know, for every boy or girl out there, that whether they read it or their parents read it to them. Um, a book about worth and meaning and purpose um and this book is about um whether your ability your abilities or your disabilities that you know you have purpose you have meaning you have significance and um how we're all part of one bigger plan and um you know it's really meaningful to me because um the the main character is bronco who is uh was my dog that passed away last year but the rest of the main characters um, all of their names were actually passed away um, wish kids that I be, uh, got very close to um, that lost their battle with cancer and now looking down from heaven. So it was a way for me to honor a lot of special people in my life and, um, and also honor them with the story of, um, of all of these animals working together to, um, you know, kind of get to the, the big party and, uh, and how they realized that whether their abilities or their disabilities that they could all use whatever they had to help one another and uh so it really means a lot to me and um yeah it's, it's been pretty special
1: Did, was it emotional for you to do a do- have a book about a do- dog that you love because for me you know my last book I put my intro about my dog and it, my, his struggle before he passed away and I was I still am like in tears when I see that thing
7: when I lost Bronco um it was you know um, just absolutely heartbreaking um, but I thought it was really special to be able to honor him in this book um, and be able to um, remember him. And um, that was really special, but I also thought it was special to use him in a way that maybe could inspire and encourage um, young kids and their worth and their meaning and their purpose. Because, you know, I believe that no matter your background, no matter your color, um, no matter your race, um, that we all have a purpose. And um, I've been in a lot of places in my life that, um, Because people were born different, Uh, some people viewed them as less than. And I don't believe anybody is less than. I believe that we were all created special, unique, and wonderful. And actually, that's how the book ends, that every single one of us is created special, unique, and wonderful. And I want every single kid to understand that and know that about their life, that they're one of one, and they're special, and they're fearfully and wonderfully made.
1: I want everybody to check out Bronco and Friends, a party to remember. We have Tim Tebow on with us. Now, tonight, big Monday night game, national championship game. You've won two yourself. What are these players feeling this morning? Tonight's the game, but what are they feeling 12 hours before?
7: They're probably trying to sleep in, and it's really, really hard. You know, I, I remember the 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 mornings before a championship game, and you're trying to keep your mind off of it. You're trying to, you know, just kind of go through the motions of what your normal routine is. But let's just be honest, you can't even really swallow. You're so nervous and and you're trying to do things that are going to take away the pressure. And so um, I think that's a big key in these games is we see it all the time. Some teams can can they use that pressure as motivation and some teams, you know, that pressure makes them burst. And uh, I'm really excited. I think both teams are going to rise up to this pressure. I think they're going to handle it well. I think Ohio State's going to play great. I think Alabama um, has played great the entire season. So I'm so excited about this game. And uh, I'll tell you what, I um, I think both of these teams have a little chip on their shoulder trying to prove something as well.
1: For you, before a big game, a national championship game or a big game in the NFL, did you ever just not sleep and you go, man, I'm exhausted because I couldn't sleep because I was so pumped up? 100%
7: and it was awful that's why I became a very big fan of the melatonin (laughs) it was was horrible like horrible the night before games and so you know I I just started to try and find different ways to sleep because I I was never someone that had a hard time getting up for the moment getting excited getting pumped up but I did have a hard time kind of calming down and kind of having that calm before the storm and so you would try to find different remedies for that but that was I always just like you know, fine, you know, just kind of what a, it is, what it is, and I'm just gonna have to find a second win because that just kind of became my routine.
1: Tim Tebow, one final question for you: Do people ever come up to you? and Maybe not now because people aren't really approaching folks, and we're not out as much, obviously. But before uh, coronavirus, would people ever come up to you and be like, "Man, I just need something motivational, like randomly mm-hmm. g- give me some motivation," Tim Tebow?
7: Actually, it does happen some way, yeah. it's uh, You know, whether that's, a, you know, at a store or, like, a Publix or a Whole Foods or whatever, and there'd be, you know, every now and then, just, hey, do you have a, a, a verse or a quote or something? And, you know, it does mean a lot that sometimes I'll get it and you, you can, you know, have a chance to encourage someone. But then sometimes you're like, oh, man, like, I, I got to dig deep to find something. It's like, I got a mask on and I'm just trying to get a couple groceries at Whole Foods, you know? Um And, uh, so, but it is, is encouraging if people do, um, you know, are willing to come to me and ask for, for something encouraging, especially in a hard time. Like right now,
1: Tim Tebow, you guys check out Bronco and friends, a party to remember such a good message. Such a good guy, such a good dude. Always been super kind to me. Tim, good to talk to you. Good luck with the book, and uh, I'll see you on TV soon. You do a great job uh, talking about the games, man.
7: Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Love your show, and uh, tell everybody I said hey, man.
1: All right, well, Tim Tebow, everybody. Bye, Tim. Bye. Tyler in Indiana is on the phone. Hey. uh, Long time listener, first time
8: caller. Um, Long story short, ever since my daughter was born, my wife has become not really... Like, she doesn't help around the house. She just lays around whenever she comes home from work, doesn't do anything. And it's to the point that it's it's starting to wear on my mental well-being. <laughs> to the oh, point wow. that I love her to death, but I don't know if I can keep doing it. Coming home and not getting to eat until 11, oh. 11 o'clock at night. Because oh, I'm cleaning around the house.
1: Okay, so oh, everybody <laughs> reacted
3: in a different way when,
6: I you, feel, to- I feel when you told your story.
8: <laughs> so, so it's just like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm to the point, like... I can't handle it anymore, but at the same time, I, I, I obviously still love her. I just, I don't know how to approach it because we've talked about it many times.
1: What's the conversation you had with her?
8: Well, we just talked about, about how I need the help around the house. Um, I asked her if there's anything going on. She's admitted that she has some, form of depres- she has some mild depression and stuff like that. Um, and I tell her, talking about it helps. But it changes for maybe one to two days, and then it goes back to normal.
1: So you need her, if I'm just getting your story straight, you need her to clean the house while you're at work. <laughs> well,
8: not necessarily while she's at work, but I mean, just help Just help That's... me. She, just, she doesn't want to do anything. She doesn't want to do laundry, doesn't want to cook, doesn't want to pick up after our daughter, doesn't want to run to the store, doesn't want to do this or that. She just wants to lay in bed and watch TV.
1: It sounds to me, if she is suffering from Any sort of depression that the best thing to do isn't to say hey we need you to get better is to actually help her help herself and then things will organically grow back into the right place she's not going to get better by you just saying hey I need you to do more
5: right before he even mentioned the mild depression my first thought was oh my goodness it could be some form of depression which is it could be there's nothing wrong with that at all but you as her husband as her partner what can you do to help that? Is there, can y'all do some form of therapy? Is there a way she can maybe get on some medicine for a little bit to get her out of it? Like, cause that's not, so, it, for you, you're acting like she's just choosing to lay in bed all day. But if you do have. No, it,
8: I, I, under, like, I understand how, like, what's going on. Cause I, I, I have issues myself and like, I don't falter for any of it, but it's like, it, every time we talk about it, she, she admits it. She knows it's there but she doesn't want to do anything to resolve it.
1: Yeah, that's hard. I would think an investment of your time into her, however that is deemed appropriate, is going to be your best long-term investment into the relationship, especially if there is some depression involved or something other than her just not wanting to get up and do which it doesn't sound like that's the case at all. So you being encouraging, you investing your time a little bit into her and maybe some time together into her actually helps you so you can short-term okay, fix it which yeah. is what you're trying to do you're trying to put a band aid on a bullet hole right now basically and mm-hmm. it's a short-term fix which never lasts and also it doesn't cover the wound but just for a second so if you really go into it I think you can help her which helps you and that's all you want right like mm-hmm. the dishes to be done dang it yeah, right. yeah. dinner before I felt yeah, like I
8: wanted to be done it's just how do you how do you approach some someone that they want to get better, but they don't want to do the work for it.
1: I would say that you continuously show support and love and encouragement and, and, you, and you walk alongside her. That is the way to, to motivate someone is to walk alongside them and be understanding, not judgmental.
8: Okay. Well, that's the best input I've had from anybody.
1: It is not the easiest advice, but it's the advice that's going to work for you long term and work for you guys long term and for your kid. Right.
8: Yeah. It's hard to get a straight answer, especially in something that sensitive like that.
1: All right, Tyler. Good luck. It's a you have a, you have a long yeah, road ahead of you, but so I know y- you can go yeah. down that road. You can do it. Yeah. Thanks so much, guys. All All right, buddy. Guys have a good one. Bye, Tyler. Bye.
4: Yeah, that's hard. I'm glad he called though. I, I know. I mean we laughed at first because it sounded ridiculous, but I'm glad he called.
1: Well A once serious. once you said depression, A it serious. went from yeah. Right. From being ha ha to oh yep. okay, well let's see what we can do here.
5: The Show.
1: Here's Amy's pile of stories.
5: So smart clothing could turn body movements into electricity that will charge your phone. Ooh. There's inventors working on this and you'll no longer have to go look for a charger. You just maybe do some jumping jacks and boom. And
1: put in <laughs> put in your butt. It's <laughs> <Yeah. That's> awesome. <laughs> Not the butt part.
5: The electricity. Do some lunges and put
1: in your crack and watch your phone charge.
5: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's called smart fabrics. So, there are two other
1: stories both similar. One is I, I'm watching these videos of how they're making these clothes but you put them on you. And then it has all these little sensors on it, and it tells you your exact size for clothes so you can order online easier. Oh, that's cool. So instead of trying stuff on, it's almost like you get this template, and it's going to be a lot cheaper eventually. And you put it on, and it's like does the sensing, and it goes, okay, this is your size, pants, waist, length, butt, all that stuff. Oh. Pretty cool. And the other thing was, technology-wise, I read that Apple, maybe this year, maybe next year, in one of their computers, they're going to have the laptop built to where you'll be able to put your phone on your laptop where your mouse pad is, like not right there, but beside it, and they'll have a charger built into your laptop. Nice. So you can charge your phone wirelessly while you're on your laptop. Which is pretty cool too.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Love it. All right, what else? So do you know what a vaccine is? Hashtag V A X X-I-E.
1: I would say it's someone that you're going on a it's a no, vaccine I think, date. Think, yeah, I was no, thinking think va- about it. A vaccine. It has to be a vaccine thing. Right? Yeah. Vaxi.
5: It's a selfie trend.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's getting a selfie while taking a vaccine.
5: Yeah, and so just expect to see more and more of this with the hashtag Vaxi because it's your selfie while you've gotten your vaccine. Vaxi.
4: I
1: mean, you'll do one, right, (laughs) Bones? Of course, right. (laughs) Me too. Yeah, I want to do one right now. (laughs) I can't
7: wait to get the vaccine.
1: I'm looking forward to it. What else?
5: So uh, I've got the best upbeat country song. So sometimes people are looking for a workout playlist and what country song should I put on there? So I thought this might be helpful for people that want something upbeat.
1: Of all time or of this year or what?
5: Uh, ranker did it of all time.
1: Okay, so let's do five to one. What's number five?
5: The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Not a good workout song. No? <laughs> I love the song. Do every word to it. I start thinking of the story in my head, or I start thinking of the many times that we've played it live and the times I've messed up. It's not a good workout. It's a great song, but not a good workout song. All right, what else?
5: Zach Brown Band, chicken fried. Yeah. I guess this
1: whole list isn't for workouts. It's just upbeat. No,
5: it's upbeat. But I thought people might want to work out with them, but you're kind of. Wait, <laughs> hey, this is a push-up one right
4: here. Do some push-ups.
5: <laughs> and then go get yourself some chicken after you work out. <laughs> it, is a, it
1: is a great song. That's a great song. All right, next.
5: Alan Jackson, Chattahoochee.
3: Yeah.
5: Uh, Makes me want to water down. ski. Uh,
3: Not <laughs> workout. In your blue
5: jeans?
1: My
3: blue jeans, yeah. What else?
5: This one I don't really know that this is that upbeat to me but friends in low places Yeah sure.
1: it definitely once it hits it's upbeat Okay at the beginning of it you know when it's all blame down, it, down, it all down, on
5: my
4: root.
1: blame it all on my root. you're like oh this is but then it hits yeah. and it stays up Okay And what's more upbeat than a whole crowd singing along mm-hmm. with beers in their hands screaming that's what this song is Yeah All right is We at number 1
5: And at number 1 we all Ooh, love let's guess. Ooh, Okay we all love it We love it We love it oh, We all love it Mm -hmm. You actually, you have a, I guess we were all there, but you all have more of an an experience with this song. We were all there. Is like a highlight. Probably watching this happen for me is one of the highlights of my career.
1: Well, we did sing Friends in Little Places with Garth Brooks. Correct. He came and played with our band. Yeah, but I already said that one. I know. I'm trying to think. It has to be in the same thing. Like we had to play at the Ryman, right? Oh, we were all there. Yeah. So Eddie and I Mm -hmm. have a band. And artists play with us a lot. Brooks and, we, and Dunn. Oh, Brooks and Dunn. That's mm-hmm. it. Oh, uh, Bootscoot and Boogie. Boot scoot and boogie. Yeah. yeah, I
5: don't know if it's like this song, but your experience. We with did
1: Bootscoot Boogie. Bootscoot Boogie. We did three songs with them. Yeah. So we were playing. We did, and and Ronnie, do Technically Was like, we'll do whatever three songs you want. So for us, it was like, oh man, we get this is easy. And then it wasn't easy because they had so many. <laughs> but I think we were good with the ones we picked. Neon Moon. Yeah. What a jam. So, so good. good. Boot, scoot and Boogie. And then, heart, heart, what, no, what was no, the other one we did? My Maria. Oh, yeah. So Ma Maria. Oh, oh yeah, my gosh. It. And on the chorus of Boots Kumbug, I was singing loud. <laughs> Neil Moon, I wasn't singing that loud. I was just, <laughs> the sun Moon. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get into the mix too much, but that was great. Yeah, I like good that. Time. list. That's a good list. All right.
5: I mean, you can work out to them or not. <laughs> I'm Amy. That's my file. That
0: was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With
5: Amy. Tell me something good. So this little five-year-old, Ariana Chopra, she lives in New York, and she decided she wanted to spend her winter break making New Year's cards for people living in nursing homes because they're already disconnected from their family. She felt really bad for them. And here's a clip of her talking about her idea.
2: So in my mind... I got an idea
4: of making cards for the people in the nursing home who cannot go
0: out, meet their friends, and meet their family because of the
2: coronavirus.
5: I mean, she used the money in her piggy bank to get the little supplies to make all the cards— and it's just super special. I think she made about 200 cards, and she plans on keeping in touch with all the residents that she sent them to.
1: That's great. That's what it's all about.
0: That was Tell Me Something Good.
1: Eddie is still on the Dallas Buyers Club diet. Absolutely. Which is the diet Matthew McConaughey went on to get really skinny for that movie? Correct. And what are you eating? Uh, I'm just eating two egg whites in the
4: morning. For lunch, it's five ounces of fish and a cup of vegetables, and I do the same for dinner. How you feeling? Great. I feel great, man. I, as you can tell, like my mind is razor sharp. As What do you mean, as we can tell? I mean, come on. You guys can tell the difference, right? <laughs> I'm a wide awake just, every morning and bright-eyed,
1: bushy-tailed. What about your body? feels fine. Are you feeling it yet? Yeah,
4: you know, I've had some inflammation in the past, you know, where like my heels hurt and maybe my, my back a little bit. I'm feeling a little better, guys. Are you losing any weight? I haven't checked. I'm not even about that. I'm not even going to step on a scale. I thought scale. you
5: said that's what this was about.
4: Sure, I know, but I'm not going to be looking at the numbers. I'm just going to feel it. I'm
1: telling you what, though, I do feel skinnier. Really? Yeah. You of can course. always feel in your clothes. Of course. So here you go. If you abandon that one, I've pulled together some <laughs> other crazy celeb diets you can try. Okay. Beyonce reportedly used the Master Cleanse to use weight before, uh, lose weight before Dream Girls. It was lemon juice, maple syrup, and cayenne pepper. Yeah. That, that's all she had. And that's not...
5: it for 14 days. That sounds terrible.
1: And there you go, it will accelerate your weight loss.
5: It's, you're not eating any food. Right. Of course you're not. Right. you right.
1: got to feel so bad when that's over. Or d- enduring it. Yeah. That is... Oh, that stinks. How about Christian Bale's black coffee fast, eating 200 calories a day? For the machinist, it consisted of black coffee, a solitary apple, and a tin of tuna every day. Hmm. Wow. That's
4: almost as crazy as mine.
5: It's disgusting. Oh,
1: tough. How about Joaquin Phoenix's Joker diet? He shed 52 pounds in four months, he dropped from 180 to 125. <gasps> he ate lettuce, steamed asparagus, or green beans, and vitamin and mineral supplements.
4: Dang, no proteins, huh? He,
1: and be, what happened too what? was he knew to stay on this. He couldn't be with people because they were always food is such a social a social thing. Yes. So he cut social interactions too. Wow. Reese Witherspoon did the baby food diet. This is more your style. Oh no 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 no! I hate baby food. This Tracy Anderson that Amy likes um, is. They say the root of the baby food diet, it involves eating 14 jars of baby food with the option of adding in one actual low-calorie meal each day. Lunchbox, you feed your baby. How how bad does that stuff smell?
6: It smells terrible. Disgusting. Okay, hold on.
5: I think what they mean huh? is like they puree their food. Like they'll eat like a soup. They're not eating like jars of oh, little baby I didn't food, know that. I think. Oh, I, I thought mean, they were I, eating the I jars. It was
3: garber
4: straight
5: up yeah. garber. Yeah. yeah,
3: You
4: buy that stuff and it's really pretty no. yogurt and carrots and I all think this stuff.
5: You blend it and make it pureed. But I am a, fran, a fan of Tracy's workout, but I would no longer in, can do be a fan of that.
1: <laughs> Katy Perry does the mushroom diet. And what is that? She said that. Uh, she swaps one meal a day with mushrooms, raw, for 14 days. Just raw mushrooms. So eats normally except for one meal. She just eats mushrooms. No.
4: Weird. No. And
1: I'm then weird. finally, Christina Aguilera ate foods of a different color every day of the week. She went on a color diet. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Day That's one so starts with white, which is followed by a red day, a green day, an orange day, purple, yellow, and on the seventh day, it's all colors. Well, see, but that
5: I, seems fun.
4: It That's- does seem fun, but you're not going to lose weight that way. Like white. All right, give me rice and milk. Like all right, yellow pizza. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna lose weight that way. Well,
1: you're still rocking, though, huh? Oh yeah, dude. I'm 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 in this for the long haul. All well, right. we'll see how that. Uh, let's is. go over to Amy now for the morning corny. The morning corny.
5: How does a cucumber become a pickle?
1: How does a cucumber
3: become a pickle?
5: It goes through a jarring experience. (laughs) All right.
3: (laughs) There you go. That was the morning corny.
1: Here's some voicemails we got over the weekend. Number one.
2: Hey, I just had a question. Um, I am in the military. My boyfriend and I both are. Um, But once he gets back from deployment, we're looking to live together. We're both officers in the Marine Corps. And I'm sure Amy could maybe give some more guidance on this. What would you like to know before you move in together with a significant
1: other? You want to go first? I mean, I can go. I just did this.
5: Okay, you go first.
1: I think you learn everything while you're together more so than what you need to know before you actually do it. Because unless you're fully in, you kind of don't know the quirks of the person. But you, I mean, I assume they've been a part... I was in a long-distance relationship until we were quarantined. And that was like, whoa, is a big change. She was coming and we're spending time together. But once you're together 72 hours straight, then it's like a real-life thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you need to know? Nothing. You'll I, learn it all when yeah. he gets there.
5: I think you just have to know if in your gut that's what you feel like is the next yeah. best move, then you're, people are constantly growing And evolving and different things are going to come out, but as the military life, what you need to know is his life is not his own.
1: Mm, That's a good point, too. I didn't think about the military part of it. But they're both officers.
5: Okay, she is, too? Yeah. Oh, well, then you know how it is. Yeah. Okay, all good.
1: I say, if you want to do it, go to it and learn while you're together. The only thing I would advise is, like, hey, if you're allergic to uh, dogs and he's got a dog, you need to know that. (laughs) Any physical. But otherwise, you're going to learn everything together. So. And
5: just be like learn how to communicate. I don't know if either of you, if you're not effective communicators, try to make that a priority from day one because you're going to need to do that. And I think if you're both officers in the military, hopefully you can, but professional and personal is very different.
1: All right, number two. Hey, Bobby.
8: Morning video. Just curious, uh, if you guys are driving at night or early in the morning on your guys' is way to work, and um, somebody has their brights on behind you, what do you do in that situation? Every day on my morning commute, I guarantee I get at least maybe one or two guys behind me. They just ride down the road behind me with their brights on. Like what, like, what would you do?
1: I tap the brakes. Yeah, right? And that's what, as a trucker, to get my CDL? Oh, yeah, tell us. If you're about to slow down, there, you tap your brakes for many things. To let people know. I feel like that's the universal
4: communicator for the people behind you. Tap the brakes
1: it or is? hazards. And if that doesn't Ooh. work, stick your head out the window and first give them the pinky <laughs> and slowly work your way to the middle. <laughs> what would you do?
5: So, hazards are supposed to tell the people behind you that not they're has- no, 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 <laughs> not hazards. Well, you just said hazards. Or, I
4: mean, I would, that would be secondary, but I think the first is just tap your brakes.
5: Oh, I would think they would think, oh, why are they trying to brake a little bit?
4: Well, that's right. And then they're just like, wait, this is not just about
1: braking.
5: What would I do? I just get over and let them pass me, so then they're not behind me.
1: May not be a, you know, double lane. Oh, true. If it is, let them go, obviously. Mm. Uh, Or have a flashlight in the passenger seat and turn it around at
5: them. (laughs) (laughs)
1: spotlight. Shine it back at their head. Uh, here's voicemail number three.
2: Morning, studio. I think... I just spotted a celebrity in St. George, Utah. I was driving, and I saw a car that said Lunchbox on it. And there's only one Lunchbox in the world, so is Lunchbox in St. George, Utah?
6: Uh, Unfortunately, I'm not in St. George, Utah. I'm sorry to disappoint you, but someone is an impersonator, and they just want to be me. All right, and finally...
2: Hi, Bobby. Morning, studio. The Tuesday before Thanksgiving, Bobby left me a beautiful tweet telling me that I am consistently the nicest commenter on all the posts. And I'm vowing in 2021 to keep those positive, nice comments coming. I just want to wish you all a very happy and healthy new year. Take care and have a great day.
1: Thanks, Bonnie. I do know who that is. Oh, I know Bonnie. Yeah. Every morning. And I hit her up and I'm like, hey. If this is a bot, great bot. But if you're a real person, you're the <laughs> nicest. Because most people aren't consistently that nice on social media. And she yeah. is. So I hit her up and was like, hey, thank you very much. <laughs> it's the first matchup of 2021. Lunchbox is 12-0. He's only four wins away from retiring the game because he's undefeated. It's Lunchbox versus the ladies. Because you claim that no woman will beat me in football trivia because they don't know sports. We claim that that is not true. Correct. Just for everybody that's getting upset about this segment we are all against Lunchbox here we want Lunchbox to lose we don't believe he's accurate and honestly I did this segment to prove he was wrong mm. however he's now 12-0 oh my gosh we need a winner so the caller will go first I'll have a few seconds to answer they'll have seven questions Lunchbox answers the same seven questions he'll come back from the isolation booth and we'll see who wins okay Lunchbox uh, meet Christina hi Christina hi how are you today
2: I'm doing good how about yourself
1: you know what? Feeling pretty good, doing pretty good. You're gonna take on Lunchbox today, who's undefeated. How do you feel?
2: I'm feeling pretty confident.
1: Have you heard the segment I feel like before? I can take
2: him down. Oh yeah, I listen to every single I listen to the podcast every single day.
1: Okay, well good luck to you. Lunchbox
6: quickly. Do you have anything to say to her? Oh yeah, she sounds like a nice old grandma that, you know, probably sits on her oh, couch and she's watched a couple of football games in her life and she thinks she knows she hosts Super Bowl parties, she puts the cheese and dip out on the table and so she thinks she knows football. Congratulations. All right. Um, Chris, is she a grandma? I don't know. Christina, are you a grandma?
1: Dang, no.
4: I'm 31.
6: <laughs> Lunchbox. Hey, uh, shots fired. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, you sound like an old lady. Wow. That's so rude. Shots fired. It's not rude. It's just how you sound. It's, not, it's nothing against you. It's just your voice. Sorry. Okay. And what's going to be really rude is when you get smoked in this game. All right, Lunchbox is now leaving. Lunchbox. Uh, to the hey, isolation booth. 2021, the year of Christina. Not... I don't know what that means. I didn't know
1: anything All right, there he goes. He's walking out of the room. He is going into the isolation booth where he cannot hear the questions. Raimundo give me the thumbs up when he is locked in the booth.
3: All right. Thumbs up.
1: Christine, are you ready? Yeah. You have seven questions. You have about five seconds because you can't be Googling it. So yeah, are you ready to okay. go? Yes. Yeah. Who is the NFL's all-time leader in filled goals made?
2: And field goals made, I believe that is Adam Vinatieri. Correct. Wow. Wow. Out of the gate. Good job, Christina.
1: Michael Orr was the first-round NFL draft pick in 2009. He was the subject of the movie The Blind Side. What team drafted him?
2: That's the Baltimore Ravens.
1: (laughs) Correct. James Brown is the host of NFL Today and Thursday Night Kickoff on what TV network?
2: On what TV network? That would be, um...
1: James Brown. NFL Network? Incorrect. Oh, boo. It is CBS. He may not know that. He will. Uh, The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have advanced to the NFL playoffs for the first time since what year?
2: Ooh. I believe that's 2007? Correct. Wow!
1: I thought she was wrong. Fourteen years. Good 2007. I feel good
2: about
1: that. She's three out of four. The nickel and dime defenses are used in what type of situations?
2: Nickel and dime defenses. Uh, Hail Mary.
1: N- it's passing situations. I'm
3: not, Raymundo, I'm Mary a, is a pass That's I mean, pass you got to give that to do, her.
1: Do I give that to yes. her? Okay. It's a close one. Okay. But you do get in, <laughs> yes. d- in a dime defense on a Hail Mary or a prevent defense. There we go. Okay, I'm going to give it to you. Hey, what does she have? Okay. She has four out of five. <laughs> Who is credited with the first e- ever Lambo Leap?
2: Oh. Oh, shoot! Sure, I literally looked at this this morning.
1: Who is credited with the first ever Lambo Leap? Four seconds. Time. Answer? Uh, no answer. <laughs> Leroy Butler or Leroy Butler.
2: Oh, it's, a, it's a tough one. Shoot, I looked at that.
1: <laughs> what team is the only team to have played in the Super Bowl in the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s? Last question. What team is the only team to have played in the Super Bowl in the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s?
8: I'm going to go
1: with the Green Bay Packers. It's the Raiders. Mm. <sighs> she got four out of seven. All right. That's going to be tough. It is going to be tough. All right, bring him back in. Lunchbox will get the same questions. If he can get five, he wins. He's <laughs> going to go, well, let me read Eddie's face. I'm and not going to do anything. Just see here. Coming back in the studio is Lunchbox. All right, Lunchbox, you have seven
6: questions. Yeah, how we doing? How we doing? How do you think she did? Eddie, how she do? Not answering that. I mean, if I had to guess, she probably was terrible. Okay, here you go. <laughs> see, see how Eddie laughs Eddie's trying to hold it in, but he's like, he's not, he's laughing at her. He's not laughing at me. He's laughing at her.
1: Question one Who is the NFL's all time leader in field goals made? That would be the great one. Adam the leg Vinatieri. Correct. Michael Orr from the movie The Blind Side was the first-round NFL pick in 2009. Uh, what team drafted him?
6: Uh, that would be the Baltimore Ravens. Correct. By the way, she got both those right. Okay, like great.
1: Me. James Brown is the host of NFL Today and Thursday Night Kickoff on what TV network?
6: Uh, James Brown the singer? No, nah, he's the host of CBS. Correct. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have advanced to the NFL playoffs
1: for the first time since what
6: year? Uh, back when Gruden was there, I think, in 2007. Correct. Okay.
1: The nickel and dime pass defenses are used in what type of situations?
6: Well, since you said the nickel and dime, I'll say passing. Correct.
1: Who is credited with the first ever Lambeau Leap?
6: who played for the Packers. Sterling Sharp.
1: Incorrect. It's uh, Leroy Butler. What what team is the only (laughs) team to have played in a Super Bowl in the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s? 60s,
6: 70s, and 80s.
1: Oh, that's the old team. The Raiders. Correct. Lunchbox got six out of seven. Woo! She got... Four out of seven.
6: Oh, come on! <laughs> Christina! 2021, nothing changes, does it? Same old, same old. Why are you yelling? That's just what you think. That's okay. No, I mean, explain yourself. Like, well, what, How are you feeling right now? Are you embarrassed? Are you sad? Are you mad? What, what are, what's going through your head right now?
2: I'm disappointed because I actually knew those answers. Oh. I looked them up this morning.
6: Wait, so you knew those exact answers, or you just missed them? You, you knew which ones to look up. You randomly looked up, who was the first Lambo Leap this morning? That was the one question you Googled. Okay. <laughs> stop. Just stop. All right, just Christina, stop. thank and you Googling for playing. <laughs> we
1: appreciate you.
0: Thank so that
6: you. was the one, ra- you, <laughs> okay. out of all the questions <laughs> in the whole entire world, you happened to Google the first Lambo Leap this morning. You just forgot.
4: Yep. Yep. i googled it last week
1: okay
6: uh christina thank you have a great
1: day thank you for listening i'm sorry you didn't win <laughs> thank you you have a good day too. all right bye bye it's 13 and no we got to get it we got to get some sort of ringer Come on my. here we have three weeks guys
0: on the bobby Bones show now
1: c 4 okay first time they've been on the show this is a new band called c 4 hey guys how are you hey, hey how are you, are you all right we have a beef do you guys know we're beefing with you or is that just us that knows that
7: we, we yeah. woke up to the news of the beef. Okay, good. And to be honest, we feel quite upset, you know? Yeah, we are too. We've been strong. We've been,
1: we've been we've these two guys, c 4 by the way, we've met before. I, yeah, I mentioned that on the show. We, you guys remember meeting me? Because I remember meeting you. Yeah, yeah okay. at the uh, TNT Awards. Mate. Yeah, I was sitting somewhere. We had a little moment. <laughs> and so uh, nice. Eddie brings in a picture and goes, hey, these guys are ripping us off. Mm. Not our musical <laughs> sound, but our look. Because here I am. You know, dorky white guy with dark rim glasses. And Mitch, you're the Bobby lookalike, right? Yeah. Yep. Same deal, mate. Do you see me like sometimes on Instagram and go like, I'd really like to model myself after that guy?
2: <laughs> I think ever since
7: I was about five or six, I was like, one day I want to look like Bobby Bones. So I kind of, since six years old, would just stare into the sun and just hope that I'll get bad eyesight <laughs> that, I could, that I could wear glasses.
1: He could blow out an eye. <laughs>
7: Yeah, I could just blow out an eye, cause some writ and troubles, and I can wear some frames, and and I did, and you and now, I've finally, it's finally brought us here. We you figured us out.
1: And Tom, by the way, is yep. the, the Eddie ripoff. Hey, Tom, Correct. you wear a funny yep. hat like yeah. Eddie.
7: Yeah, mate. Yeah, I mean, I should make a point as well. We uh, before we were called C four We've actually modelled ourselves after you guys for years in Australia, like Mitch said. So <laughs> it's actually quite uh, upsetting for us to be sprung like this today. Yeah, we're, we're, we were called the enraged morons before Seaforth. See, I knew it. We thought exactly. I was A little close to home.
1: I would like to play a clip of Seaforth's music because, all aside, they are quite good. So, Raymunda, what song are we going to play here? Talk about. All right, here's Talk About. Here you go. And then here is Close Enough from the band
0: Seabourth.
1: So, gentlemen, uh, you obviously are not from where I'm from. I'm from Arkansas. You don't have the same accent I have. You are from Australia, right?
7: Yeah, in Australia.
1: And how long ago did you guys move to the States to pursue your career in country music?
7: Uh, We moved here just over three years ago, man. But we've been making trips out to Nashville for like five, six years now and um, always loved it and so just did everything we could to move out here and yeah, eventually made it happen. So
1: is there any truth? I'm gonna ask you this now that you guys are ripping off our look. Yes or no? Just answer the question. Mm-hmm. Everything oh, yeah. we were kids. Okay, good. It's all true. What is your favorite <laughs> Raging Idiots song?
2: <laughs> it's gotta be When I Grow Up. Uh, wow
1: yeah, good. Wow they're fans. That's they a are. big big hit for <laughs> the kids record. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, I love it. Well here's That's what Mrs. ringtone actually. This is what we'd like to propose because as friendly as we are, we do feel like it's our intellectual property, our look. Right. I, I wear dark mm-hmm. glasses. Eddie has a dopey hat. Mm-hmm. So we'd like to invite you guys to the studio, and in a game of chance, if we beat you, you have to for one year retire the hat and the dark room glasses. If we beat you,
5: <laughs> if you we walk around
1: without knowing where I'm going, well, because you can wear it. other glasses. Come on, contacts. Wear, wear normal glasses. Yeah, you
3: just I, you just steal them a look. I here. sleep, I sleep next to my hat every night. Do <laughs> I still do that, or do I have to?
1: It or? As long as you don't wear it in a picture or out in public, all good. Right. You can wear a baseball cap. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh,
3: so okay.
1: All right. here's the well, we, we have the, the game set. Okay, we have two okay. games we're gonna play and if it's a tie we'll go to a coin flip situation. Ooh, I love it. So game yeah. one will be the egg challenge where we'll have twelve eggs, only one of them hasn't been hard boiled. We'll take turns grabbing the eggs, smashing them against our head. <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. If you get Love the if you get the raw egg, you lose. That's <laughs> the first competition. Well,
7: the sec- I play that every morning.
1: <laughs> the second competition will be music
6: trivia.
2: Oh,
1: oh boy,
6: you boys don't. Oh man, nice. you better study. And the
1: third yeah, one, you,
7: I like that you picked that one.
1: Okay, I tell you what, the coin flip will be the other one, and if there's a tie, we go to music trivia. <laughs> Love it. So, All right. So, are Love you guys willing it. to come in studio later this week? Are you still? Are you in America right now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You come in the studio later this week, and if, if we win, you retire them. Heck, you leave them here. If, uh, yes. Oh, oh, oh. You, oh, you can do what it. What's your prescription? If we lose, oh, my right eye doesn't work. My left eye's terrible. But if we lose, you get to perform whatever song you want on the show to 200 cities that are listening to our show every Woo. morning right here. Millions of people. Ooh. What do you think? You take the challenge? That sounds like a pretty good deal, man. Is that a yes?
7: I love it. Yeah, I'm willing to yes. There we go. All right. right. so.
1: We'll figure out what day—Thursday or Friday—later <laughs> on this week. We will have C4 thin. We will finally settle our beef. Did you know, back in old days, when they would beef with each other, instead of even fighting or or having a duel, they would create songs about each other and show up and sing the songs. Really? And then the person—it was like a rap battle. Wow. Yeah. And that's what we should be we doing to,
7: now. We need to write a song about. We you. could do that too
1: okay all right wise guys <laughs> do that too okay there they are the challenge has been accepted c4th will be in the studio later this week all right gentlemen back to your hats and glasses uh, kiss them hug them because you may not have them much longer
2: thank right. you <laughs> all right there they be, are uh, it's gonna be a brittle win
1: uh Raymundo let's play them out here with a little bit of close enough from C4 we can't seem to get hi guys <laughs>
0: Time for the good news. With producer Eddie.
4: Tell me something good. 11-year-old Michaela was out with her grandmother at a coffee shop, and they got their coffee, and then before you know it, the grandma realizes, oh my gosh, I forgot my wallet back at the coffee shop. She calls the coffee shop up. They're like, no, there's no wallet. We looked everywhere. Oh, great. I guess I lost it. So the next day, she gets a phone call. The grandma does. Said, hey, I found your wallet. Uh, I can meet you wherever and you can pick it up. So they met the man. He's a homeless man that returned the wallet. She was so worried about it. And that's just what happened, right? Then a week later, Michaela's having her 12-year-old birthday party. She says, I don't want any gifts. I want to collect money so I can give it to this homeless man who obviously needs money and was so nice to return my grandma's wallet. So she raised over, like, two or $300 for the homeless man. Wow. Pretty cool of her for her 12th birthday.
1: It's like a 360-degree good news yeah. story. Yeah, for sure. Dang, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's go over to Lauren in Kansas. Lauren, how are you?
2: I'm doing well.
1: What can I do for you?
2: I was, well, I was calling... Kind of curious on your morning routine. I struggle every morning getting up (laughs) and hit my snooze two, three times and then rushing through my morning with getting the kids ready and dropping them off at school. I was curious how your routine is and if you struggle.
1: Yeah, every single morning. Listen, I've been doing mornings since I was 22 and that 3.30 or 4 o'clock in the morning alarm has never once felt good. For me, I think the biggest adjustment I made was that just understanding the first half hour to an hour of every morning is just going to stink. And it's just, how can I get to that that part where I feel good the quickest? Sometimes it involves... I tell you, I didn't have any caffeine this on one day this weekend. I got the worst headache. Of course. I have now put myself in a really bad spot. Because I used to not drink any caffeine at all. But now I'll drink these uh, espresso shots and they taste awful. But I... I had such a splitting headache. And I was like, what's wrong with me? And Caitlin's like, well, you either didn't have enough water or you didn't have caffeine or stress. And so you know what I did? I I took a bath. I got in this big bathtub and laid in the... And you know what? It went away. 90% of it
5: went away. Oh, that's awesome. From a bath.
1: And I put all this salt in there. Apparently there was some bath salt. I thought it was supposed to be regular salt. Not the same thing.
5: Totally different. Yeah, not
1: the same thing. (laughs) Um, My advice is you're probably never going to be wired different than you are Lauren already so it's just you wake up if you know you're not going to feel good it's easier to deal with and easier to get through it what are you going to say well
5: i just going to ask at the beginning did you say you press snooze
1: oh do we lose her Oh, Oh, man. man. Well,
5: I'm just going to pretend I think she said that because that'll be a game changer. She said, do you
1: hit snooze? Oh,
5: do you? Okay. And the answer to the question is, no, we absolutely do not. That is not productive.
1: Amy used to, but I I lectured her pretty hard one day. And ever since then.
5: I have not been a snoozer and it's been a couple of years and it's a game changer. And it's really just about prioritizing how do you want your day to look? Do you want to be constantly behind and running around and like uh, feel all this pressure? Or do you want to be productive and ha- get your life together so set your alarm accordingly don't press snooze and schedule out your day
1: and you're going to feel crappy anyway snooze or not so you might as well just get the crappiness over with and then have that extra day too exactly the extra part of the day all right lauren i guess you hung up but thank you for calling let's go over and do the news bobby's big story it's weird to explain right now, but imagine in five years when we explain the Popeye's chicken sandwich to folks. Oh, yeah. And how our whole world basically just pointed at Popeye's chickens and tried to get a chicken sandwich. It was one of the weirdest pop culture phenomenons I've ever been a part of.
5: And I still have never tried one. It's good. I feel weird Fun. about
2: it. It's good.
1: <laughs> it's all right.
5: It's good. You know?
1: But think about that question, too. Even to all of you guys listening right now. Because I wasn't going to pose this as a question or a, a topic or anything, but I think it's interesting. What are some of the weirdest pop culture obsession phenomenons that you guys have, have experienced and been a part of? Don't no, no need to answer now, but I think about the chicken sandwich, and I'm like, that's the weirdest one. Mm. One of them, because people were waiting in line for hours to get a chicken sandwich. Now, I bring this all up because KFC is rolling out a new chicken sandwich, announcing that the chain is, quote, playing to win the chicken sandwich wars. So, well, here we go with another one. Don't think it can possibly be as big. (laughs) I think we were just ripe for a, right now we're not ripe for a a chicken sandwich to take over pop culture. (laughs) Right then, we were. Um, But they say, hey, this is going to be the best chicken sandwich ever. Get ready for it. If you have one of those, I'll come back in a second.
5: Okay.
1: You guys can call us to 877-77-BOBBY, the weirdest pop culture phenomenon in your lifetime where you're like, how did that even become a thing? Uh, KFC's announced its newest KFC chicken sandwich offering will be available in select markets starting today and then by the end of February. I do love a good chicken sandwich, though. Yeah. I do love the chicken from Chick-fil-A. Yes. And a big thing about Chick-fil-A, people people from different parts of the country that don't have Chick-fil-A are always like, I don't get it. It's overrated. Well, here's what you don't get. One, the service is a big part of it, right? Yeah. The, The chicken tastes good, yes, but the service is a big part of it. And... To get that good of chicken inexpensively, that's a big part of it. Sure, if you wanna to go to Chicken de they're gonna have amazing chicken and they're gonna beat Chick fil A. But they're also not gonna charge you just $3.99 for it, you know?
5: Yeah. For a drive through and the whole yes. all around experience, it's, it's A. Yeah.
1: Uh, here's another news story Bobby's
0: other big.
5: story
1: Sex in the City will return 17 years after its last episode aired. For what? Ten ten episodes.
5: I'm so excited about this. This is breaking news to me. Mm -hmm.
1: It will star three of the four original leads, Sarah Jessica Parker, Cynthia Nixon, and Kristen Davis. Carrie, Miranda, and Charlotte will all be back.
5: Oh, I'm not shocked that the other one... They don't
1: like Kim Cattrall. Oh,
5: no. Well, they, I i was shocked when I got, went into this deep dive about Kim Cattrall and Sarah Jessica Parker and their feud, and I thought their on-screen relationship had so much chemistry, I thought there's no way off-air, but apparently it was tense on set. Like, they'd film the scene and then part ways.
1: It's like Eddie and I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> Every crazy. <day>. I just... <laughs> I this guy.
5: That's some good acting right there, because I wouldn't be able to fake it.
1: Sex in the City will return, 17 years after its last episode aired HBO Max. That's where it is. Also great on HBO Max right now, if you do have it, is the Fresh Prince reboot. No, not reboot. The uh, Reunion. Reunion. The Flight Attendant's Good. Did you watch that?
5: I'm now three episodes in. Okay, that's good. So I'm getting there.
1: What else on HBO Max am I forgetting? Something big. Like, I went over there for something. I, I have know. no idea. Right, I've
5: only. I need to go do the Fresh Prince. Re- you like it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's good. And then uh, one final story: sperm banks are running low. Lots of people want babies during the pandemic. Oh,
5: uh, why?
1: Many people want a pandemic <laughs> baby, but some sperm banks are running low. So women are joining unregulated Facebook groups to find willing <gasps> donors. Whoa. No middleman required.
5: <laughs> I just don't know about the word unregulated.
1: These men are flying all over the place. They're shipping their sperm with a new vial system. They're taking a DNA test because it's what we want to know. I looked at them in case you're wondering. Men are paid anywhere from $35 to $125 per donation. Programs require a six-month or one-year donation commitment. Manhattan Cryobank says it pays donors 1500 bucks a month for their sperm.
5: Wow. That's a lot. What would you take, Eddie? But,
1: for how- for just one dose? For a month. One. Uh, one. Month. Yeah, <laughs> one. One. Um, no, let me say this not just one, for someone to take it and, and have a kid that isn't yours. That's a lot of money, I think. I mean, that's because I, I don't know if I could live with
4: that. Like, just the idea of knowing you have a kid out there that, or multiple kids or multiple kids out of one. Like, give me. $50,000.
5: $50, $50,000? $50,000,
4: and I can turn okay. my head and forget I He's did it. He's
5: not the ideal candidate.
4: But also, who <laughs> would pay $50,000 right. for Look but, at me, come on, <laughs> all this talent.
5: I don't know. You have to think. I'm reading this book right now, which is a true story, by the way, and it's a therapist, and she was seeking sperm from a sperm bank. She was getting later in her 30s. She's like, I want kids. So she found this one guy, good on paper. They described him as like George Clooney. Nice. <laughs> so she really wanted him, but apparently the George wait... George <laughs> Costanza.
1: They, they miscalled Clooney. So close. But,
5: listen, the wait list for this guy's firm was really long. So she's like, okay, I'll, I'll wait. And then there was a cancellation. Someone changed their mind. So she got a call. Anyway, I just thought okay, are you sure anybody can say they're George Clooney and have all these qualities and da 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 when really it's just somebody trying to get, pay rent, you know? And they want... I
1: thought uh, you were going to tell me it wasn't someone like George Clooney or no, that it was the know. actual George Clooney. I don't know.
5: I, I'm not to the part yet where I figure out what she does, but whenever she figured out she was on a long wait list, then she started to go through her phone book, like her contacts list to see if she could meet up with someone that she met in life that would just give her sperm to make a baby, not through a bank, but like, hey... Will You Give Me a Baby?
3: Wow. <laughs> uh, what
5: book is that? Uh, maybe You Should Talk to Someone. I'm going to avoid that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's awesome.
1: <laughs> well, I was talking about the Popeye's chicken sandwich earlier. Just going, if you didn't experience that live, you would never understand. It was everywhere. A chicken sandwich. And it was good, but it was just the perfect timing for that to happen because it wasn't anything super crazy going on in the world. But I was reading a Kentucky Fried Chicken story going, I mean, how will we explain to our kids how popular for about four months the Popeye's chicken sandwich was? So I said, who's got a, another crazy pop culture story where, where they just couldn't believe it while it was happening? Uh, Robert is on. Hey, Robert, you are on the show. What is it for you that you look back at and go, what was this all about?
7: Well, um, when I was a kid, there was these things called the Cabbage Patch dolls. And... It was crazy, and there was a time when Toys R Us was selling them, and people were waiting online for days at a time to get one ticket to buy a Cabbage Patch doll, and they were the ugliest dolls, (laughs) and people would sell these tickets for $1,000.
1: Yeah. You know, similarly, Tickle Me Elmo, Mm -hmm. what other big toys have happened uh, Beanie Babies. Beanie Babies were a big one. Huge. Are we
5: still in the American Girl doll?
1: Oh, probably. I mean, thing. I don't have girls, but... I don't, I don't know. know
5: if it's as big as it was, but it, I just remember those being huge.
1: Tickle Me Almost, probably the biggest one. The yeah. Furby was big. Yeah. Back in the day, the, the, the Tamagotchi was a pretty big one. And mostly around Christmas time is when they start to blow up because, like, here's the toy you got to have. Yeah. And they create... They, the Trolls... Remember oh, the troll my gosh, dolls? the yeah. Trolls. Oh,
5: Beanie Babies. Did yeah, you did, say that? Yeah, he he did. Did. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I missed it. Good. All I right. <laughs> Thank you for that
1: call. Appreciate that. Remember the fidget spinners? <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah on, for sure. Your, on your we fingers? We still have a lot of those. That was a big one. Uh, all right, let's go over to Miss from South Carolina. You are on the air. How are you? Hey,
2: it's Misty.
1: Good morning, studio. Hey, Misty. Morning. Sorry, let's try that again. <laughs> Three, two, one. Morning.
2: Thanks. That was better. So the first thing that popped into my head is completely random. Maybe one of y'all can explain it to me. I was a really little kid when this happened, but I just remember because I was pretty smart, still am, and uh, remember just being like, "What the heck is this?" Max Headroom. Do y'all remember him?
1: hmm Yeah, I was a young, young kid. Max Headroom. Yeah. He was a AI character, and he was like, this is Max Headroom. Yeah. He was kind of. And he would glitch. He would. Yeah. He was. Like a digital, he had his own TV show for a while.
5: Yeah, I have no idea who you all. It was early.
1: 80s. It was in the eighties. Like, yeah. I mean, okay. it's tough. To remember. I mean, even I for me, I had to be was five or six.
2: Creepy.
1: Yeah, I think he probably he was. Yeah, and then he ended yeah. up being a hacker. I just was they,
2: by, what did he? What did he? Did he um, market for some product? I can't remember.
1: Ev- eventually, Pepsi? he ended up doing commercials for yeah. Pepsi and stuff. But he was his own character for a while, Max Headroom. Yeah. Max uh, thank you for the call. Appreciate that. Y'all have a good day.
4: All right, see you
2: Me
1: later. Too. Uh, what's up with you guys? You guys come up with anything? Yeah, I got something. What?
4: Do you remember the backwards overalls? Crisscross, thank you very
1: much. I wore them. <laughs> yeah,
4: I know, we all did. Mm-hmm.
1: We all did. Crisscross, I was probably in sixth grade. Crisscross had jump, jump. I'm the mad dad to dad make you jump, jump. And then so they wore everything backward. Uh-huh. And when I was a kid, I only had two pair of jeans What at that age. I remember this vividly. And I had two pair of jeans to my name. And I was like, I'm going to wear one of them backward to school. Sixth grade, Mountain Pine <laughs> Elementary School. Oh God. I broke, ripped a button off. Oh no! I got in so much trouble because I, I, ripped up ripped buttons off my one pair, one of two good pair of jeans. Yeah. Mom's like, you can never dress like crisscross again because you can't. <laughs> we can't afford the clothes because they're not meant to be w- worn backward. Yeah, that was a big one. Amy.
5: I have a clip for mine. Ray hit it. Oh Gangnam Style,
1: yeah, three.
5: Yes, I mean, and we were on air when this was happening. I remember. I feel like we were kind of resisting it for a minute, and then. One of your things to us was like, everyone has to upload a video of them dancing to Gangnam Style. Did we and do that? Like, yes. I made we you did. guys do that?
1: Yes.
5: <laughs> like, I feel as oh. though, yes, we resisted it, but then there we were all throwing our videos on YouTube of us dancing around to this song, and it was just crazy. It was everywhere.
6: Yeah. Lunchbox, you have one? Oh, I would say William Hung. I mean, he was the biggest thing in America for about a year, and I don't know why, because he went on American Idol and he was terrible.
1: <laughs> well American Idol for a long time made fun of bad people that was we don't do anymore Silent cow
5: yeah that in itself yeah. is almost kind of one of-
1: and so he was just the, probably one of the worst but likable of the yeah. bad people yeah like I understood it That's Eddie and I maybe met at a William Did Hung this, show I didn't know you were going
4: to bring this up like ironically I love William Hung because of this I was working for the news. Bobby was hosting a William Hung event or something at a at a vacuum cleaner shop. I loved
3: William Hung, yeah. Is that
4: right, Bones? Like a vacuum cleaner yeah. shop? And yeah. then I interviewed Bones for the news about it.
1: <laughs> That's why we met for the first time ever. Unbelievable. Yeah. And the concert was as terrible as you would expect, but he was so nice. You know? He was the greatest, yeah. nicest guy. His mom was with him. She was super nice. But yeah, that that was, uh, that, was that was a whole weird thing, too. That's I, what it is. Thank you for your calls, everybody. We appreciate you guys calling us, 877-77-BOBBY. I made Caitlin dinner over the weekend. She's struggling a bit, and I'll tell you the sad part of this first. Her grandfather is in the hospital fighting COVID. He has some sort of bad pneumonia. He's in his 80s. It's a whole situation where apparently someone didn't want to wear a mask near him. Mm. He has COVID now because of it. Um, and He's fighting hard. He's in a hospital in Muskogee, Oklahoma. And so, she's just been a mess because she's, a, she's really close to her grandfather. He's a, also like a legendary basketball coach in Oklahoma. And so, um, they were wearing like ribbons on the shoes for him during the games. Mm, yeah. So, she's been a mess and rightfully so. And I thought, I'm going to cook dinner for her. And so, we do this thing, this Hello Fresh, which they send you all the ingredients. Now, this is not a commercial, um, but I'll get to that in a second. So all the ingredients... And I'm a terrible cook. You could put every ingredient in a bowl mixed. (laughs) And somehow I'm going to screw it up. And so I go, you know what? What?
5: I'm waiting for what you did. Keep going.
1: So I go, you know what? I'm going to make her dinner. And it was like, I'm not even sure what... It was some chicken. You cover it with stuff, and there's some broccoli, and it's heated. You you don't know what it was
5: called? I don't remember,
1: but it was really... The picture looked really good. Yeah, sure. And mashed potatoes. Ooh. And so what I realized, too, is I didn't have a lot of the things... I didn't know where they were to cook the stuff because I was like, you just stay in the living room. Don't even come back here. I'm going to take care of it. And she's like, okay, but like a pot. I just use apparently a pan with a little depth. I didn't know that d- oh. in mashed potatoes. Because so just- you have to fill with water. Right. Right. <laughs> What's that? That's a whole secondary story. Okay. Pot
4: versus pan, yeah.
1: But I was making this chicken, and they were like, take the chicken out of the bag, and they send you the chicken, and pat it dry with paper towels. Oh, you know how any paper towels? So, I went and found some of uh, that stuff. You know, when you wrap stuff and you put it in a bag, like a present, Tissue, paper. Stu- tissue, Tish, yeah. tissue and paper? I padded it with the tissue paper. What? Because there was no
5: paper towels. I mean, but okay, you that, can use that a could towel.
1: work. Okay, well, work. the problem is. Ew, that, no,
5: not a towel. You oh, just, I should have
1: done that. No. A towel, and just Stop. get rid of it.
5: Guys, no, not a towel, because little fibers from the towel can get onto the food. Well,
1: let me tell you, fibers <laughs> from the brand, that's my point. All that crap went onto the chicken. Oh, the tissue and then I had to rewash so the chicken okay. because of the paper I put on there. Oh, okay, yeah. And eventually, it worked because what I did was it took a hair
5: dryer. That's too. what I did. <laughs> no, you didn't. That's what I did. I was, joking. was joking. I yeah. literally was no, joking.
1: that's what I did. So what happened was what? I used the tissue paper to pat it dry, oh my and gosh. it was pretty dry, but there was tissue paper all over it. Oh my god! So then I had to wash it to get all the tissue paper off. So then I bought Caitlin. Um, and Amy, a new hair dryer for Christmas. Oh, my God. And so I was like, well, that thing looked fancy. Plugged it plugged in. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Dried the chicken with the hairdryer. Mm-hmm. Then made it. And it was good. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was great. <laughs> and so I did that. Um, the potatoes, I could, I didn't have a smasher.
4: Oh, great. So what would you use?
1: An uh, ice cream scoop. On <laughs> the back of it? Yeah. Or well, all of it. Yeah, yeah. I just needed the widest thing possible. Yeah. And so I smushed it with that. Um,
5: Next time, though, you could get a fork. Because the fork will have more of the grooves, like a yeah. uh, anyway. Okay. I'm don't, just don't judge me. Dude, All you right. can
1: do a survivor show on how to cook when you don't have the right utensils. Well the thing is, I said, and I told her afterwards, she goes, No, there, there were like one cabinet over. <laughs> well, apparently we had everything. I just there was no paper towels though. I just couldn't find okay. it. Um but I did cook. And that Hello Fresh is it's money in the bank. If I can make it, anybody can make it. Nice. Um so that's it.
5: So it turned out well. You ate.
1: Yeah. It eight, was good. Eight, the chicken. Uh-oh. You guys I, are sick? No. No, it was great. The okay. chicken part, I cooked and It was fantastic.
5: Did you put the blow dryer on high and just heat it up?
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I didn't. Full
5: we'll heat. I put a little too
1: much salt and pepper in. I thought, can't have enough. If oh. there, I thought if there's a question, go more. Mm-mm. No, not really. Not you really. you can't
5: ever take out.
1: Right. So I put way too much salt and pepper in there. And <laughs> on the potatoes, I went extreme butter. Oh, and it was pretty good. See, I don't think you can go too much on the butter. I learned salt, you, you can't really go can't. too much on the butter. You can go too much on the salt there you go. and pepper. So that's what I did. By the way, I'll say this. With HelloFresh, if you go over to HelloFresh.com and you want to try it out, it's fantastic. Use the code BONES10, and I'm being told, you'll get 10 free meals across four boxes, including free shipping on your first box. Listen, this is not a commercial. I promise you that. I cooked it. Put it on my Instagram story. But HelloFresh.com is fantastic. And if you use the code BONES10, you get 10 free meals. Look at that. There you go. Uh, what else did I tease? Hey, I want to go over and talk to Gabriella real quick. Hey, G- Gabriella, we're talking about pop culture fads that are a bit unbelievable. What is yours?
8: Uh, mine was the Crocs that you had all the jewels and like the charms that you get to put on your Crocs.
1: I literally have a pair on right now mm-hmm. that are, they sent me the Justin Bieber ones. Oh, they have all the jewels and stuff from. Nice. I still like, I don't wear them out a whole lot. I wear the Luke Combs one out because they have liner in them.
5: Fuzzy stuff. They're a little
1: little warmer. Mm -hmm. I like the Crocs though. I think they're not aesthetically extremely pleasing at times, but if you don't care about that, they're super comfortable.
5: Yeah, like I think they're still a thing.
1: Yeah, I think they're back being a thing again for a while. Gabriella, thank you very much. I don't think Uh, they're ever going to (laughs) die. Oh, don't be sad about that. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. Let's go over and talk to Trey... Is on the phone. Hey Trey, what's going on, bud?
7: Hey, how's it going?
1: Pretty good, man. What, what is it for you? You look back and go, how was that even a thing? Micro machines. Oh man. The, remember the micro machine guy? He's, oh, I Amy, mean, you don't remember any of this, huh? Mm-hmm, was no. he the one that talked fast? Yeah, he's talking about micro like machines. Yeah. Micro machines yeah. uh, were, you know, Hot Wheels cars? Yes. Imagine about a tenth of that size. There were tiny, tiny, tiny cars, but had pretty much all the detail. But you could put like 20 of them in your hand. Oh my. So they were just micro cars. I Amy mean, cares nothing. They were cool oh though my. as a kid. <laughs> Little cars. You know Sorry. what were cool too? Pocket <laughs> pocket rockers were cool back in the day. I don't remember those. One of the kids had them at church and I was like, that's the coolest thing. It was a small, like, tape player type thing. Uh, Pogs. Remember mm-hmm. when Pogs were massive? Mm mm. Dang. You guys don't remember anything. I don't remember that one. Uh, let's do one more. Is it Karina? Karina? Mm. May not be saying her name right. Hey, hey. how are you? What's your name?
2: <laughs> Morning, studio. Morning. Um, my name is Karina.
1: Thank you. What would you like to say?
2: Um, I'm a little
8: older than uh, than the group, but uh, uh, Pet Rock's ridiculous.
1: Explain the Pet Rock to me.
2: <laughs> People went to a store and bought a rock. That's it. It was in a box.
1: Hmm. I'm reading it here. Pet, pet Rock. rock was a collectible toy made in 1975. They are smooth stones from Mexico's Ro- Rosarito Beach. They were marketed like live pets in custom chalkboard boxes complete with straw and breathing holes. Straight cash for whoever came up with them I
5: know. I mean, Genius. You had, wow. You
1: had to find the right kind of rock, I guess. Sure. It sounds like that beach was full of them. Dang. I have uh, some pet trash if you wants to buy <laughs> right, that. They got a lot of it. Come on. <laughs> you have to take care of it. All right, Karina, thank you for calling. Really appreciate you.
2: Well... I just want to say that I love Eddie, by the way. Nobody ever calls and says, I love Eddie. I love Eddie.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Can she say it one more time? Yeah, yeah. Will you say it to him one more time? He loves it.
2: <laughs> I love Eddie.
1: <laughs> there, there you go. I love Eddie, too. So, <laughs> Oh, thank you. All right. Hey, hey. Th- thank you, Karina. Have a good Have day.
5: Have
2: a good day. All bye-bye. right. Bye-bye.
1: How was your weekend?
5: It was really good. Very low-key, laid-back, watched... A movie went, oh, went to the mall. That was our big outing, which I think we ran into some friends that were there Gracie and Steve Mochler. They were walking <laughs> around the mall. She texted me later. She's like, You can tell our lives have changed when Saturday night is us trying to get out of the house to go somewhere to <laughs> move around. And that's exactly why we went, was just to get out of the house. It's cold outside, walk around. And that's what we did.
1: How do you recognize anybody in a mask? Mm-hmm.
5: I Well, I hear Amy across the way, and I turn, and there was her. We both had on the same exact mask, so I think we just recognized each other's things. And, of course, me and Stashira, it's kind of easy to spot sometimes, but it's just showing of the times that we're in. It's like, how can we leave the house and go somewhere, walk around the mall? What about you?
1: Caitlin's grandfather's been extremely sick with COVID, and so she's kind of been on pins and needles. And so I was like, hey, let's just go drive to the mountains, stay in a little place. And we'll be close enough where if something happens when you come back, we can. But far enough that we'll be out of the house and you know be kind of by herself. And so we did that, and it was good for her. And then she let me watch games all weekend, and I just crushed betting. Just so you went to
5: the mountains and you watched games all weekend. Well,
1: I did both. Okay. We had food and we well, and hung out. Well, she likes too. I watched Arkansas win. Hit that. Oh,
5: that's good.
1: Uh, bet a bunch of football. Hit almost every bet. Missed a couple. Any of them that I bet with Eddie the same, we I lost. That's strange. I don't know why. I don't either. But bet the Browns last night heavy before the game. Even st- so, it's I Had a good weekend like that. That so was good. But you know, my there are other people that are extremely close to me that have have had COVID, and so I was like, uh oh, so I went and got double tested yesterday. I got the antibody test and got another test, and then I was negative, negative again. So, but it's so negative on antibodies too. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So you just haven't gotten it. Knock on wood. Yeah, well, that's yeah, true. Okay. We were talking about names. Um, on this trip, one of their friends is naming their baby something that was nutty, and I was like, "What about?" I said, well, "Like my name, Bobby. It's, it's like a cool young name." And Caitlin's like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, "Bobby's not young." I was like, "What do you mean?" I, well, I always think like Robert or Bob. That's older. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, Bobby. Like that's a, that's the kind of the younger version. And she was like, "Never once have I thought you had a young, <laughs> fresh name." I was like, "What?" I said, "Google it." it and so I googled it. Do you know Bobby? Was popular in 1933. Yeah, oh. dude. Has my name always been old to you guys? My mom used to sing a song
4: like, uh, I want to be Bobby's, Bobby's girl all the time. So now I'm just like, oh, that was probably big when my mom was like 13 years old. So yeah, that's old, dude. I just
5: see you as you. I don't see it as old.
1: There so. aren't many other Bobbies my age. Correct. Bobby Brady is who comes to my mind. Bobby Brown. Brown? Older. Bobby McFerrin. <laughs> way older. Bobby Darren. Way older Bobby probably. Flay. Yeah. Bobby. Am I the youngest Bobby? Probably.
5: Well, how old's Bobby Flay?
1: Older than older us. Than me. Yeah. Oh. Huh. I was shocked by that. Bobby Flay's 56.
5: Oh wow. Yeah, he looks good for his age.
1: It I was just shocked that I was Bobby, and
4: that's an old name. Dude, I'm thinking about it right now. I don't know another Bobby that's like around our age or younger.
1: Uh okay, here we go. The rapper, Bobby Shmurda. Who's that? 26.
5: Oh, Bobby, Millie, Bobby. Millie Millie. Bobby Brown. Uh, (laughs) I'm
1: sorry. A young
4: girl actress. Her name's (laughs) Millie. (laughs) Uh,
5: Well, Eddie. We don't know a lot of Eddies either, so.
1: (laughs) Mike D has pulled up uh, famous Bobbies, and they're pretty much all old. (laughs) Bobby Orr, hockey player, 72. (laughs) Ah, great. Well, there's also a story about the most popular dog names also becoming one of the most popular human names. So, The most popular name for female dogs last year was Luna. And now Luna is also becoming a popular name for humans. Mm. It's in the top 20 for baby girls. That means moon in Spanish. It does. See.
4: Well,
5: you know how we're getting a cat. We just haven't found the right cat yet. And my daughter all along, it's going to be her cat. It's her responsibility, but we all want it. She's been wanting to name it Annabeth, which I thought was so cute. Well, she told me the other night she wants to name it Cinnamon now. And to me. (laughs) But you don't have it yet. Well, whenever we do get it. But what if it doesn't look like a cinnamon? She doesn't care. She thinks that cinnamon sounds cute, but for me I feel like cinnamon sounds like a, uh-huh, a dancer. Cinnamon yeah, yes. stage number and two. Like, I, don't, I don't know. Pull some
0: <laughs> sugar. Yeah. There's
5: I know
4: cinnamon.
2: It's a
5: cat, but I can't. I just can't. She's and- my cherry pie. <laughs> I know. Pick up uh, one of them. Yeah. So I gotta work on that. We need to get her back on Annabeth. <laughs>
1: Hmm. A- Amy. What? That's a biblical name. How come your name doesn't feel as old as mine?
5: Uh, my name is... Yeah,
1: yours is ancient then, Yeah, Amy.
5: I have no idea. Eddie. But speaking of...
4: Not in the Bible. Um, but I just in general. Eddie Van Halen, Eddie yeah. Better, all the cool Eddies.
5: Speaking of dancers, I know I've told you all before, my parents got in an argument over naming me. Eventually, my mom won out but my dad wanted to name me Candice and call me Candy for short. (laughs) She's my cherry pie.
4: Candy, stage number
5: three. uh, Luckily, my dad's sister's name was Amy, so I got named after my Aunt Amy, thank God. I mean, no offense to anybody that has that. Just for me, it it just wasn't going to (laughs) work.
1: I was named after my grandfather, who, he died of cancer when I was young. Um... He was Bobby. Both my grandfathers died cancer, so my, but I will say my I don't know my real dad, but his dad was Bob. Okay. So I can barely remember him, just unlike foggy young 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 kid mm-hmm. memories. Grandpa Bob, and I told Kaylin I said, "Hey, if we have a boy. I want to name him Bobby the third. And she was like, "Why would you want to name a kid after you?" It's like, "Why do you want to name Bobby Water? Everything mm-hmm. after you." And I was like, I'm trying to leave my impression here on the world. She was like, no, we should hold true to your family tradition. Let us skip a generation and have the next oh, one wow. named Bobby. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're going through that now. But I think it would be great. Bobby, if, it, if it's a girl, Bobby with an I. There we go.
5: Yeah, it'll be great.
1: Bobina? <laughs> sure. <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs> study claims that Americans feel older than their biological age. They say age may just be a number, but a new study found that most Americans feel physically older than they really are. Of 2,000 Americans aged 25 to 45, which is all of us.
5: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Nobody's younger, nobody's older on this Mm -hmm. show. Almost 70% of them said they feel physically older than their biological age. I will say this, I do not.
5: Yeah, same, I feel younger.
1: I feel significantly younger. I looked, this morning, 22. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you felt. (laughs) The only time that I feel... There are two times when I feel physically older. One, when I get injured, I don't heal as quickly anymore. Right. Or when I fall. When there's a setback, I can't get back to normal as fast. I still feel like I can put on muscle quickly. My, like I feel like my body's pretty good. Uh, that, and then the gray spots in my beard. Mm-hmm. And sometimes That's up troubling. here, yeah. yeah it, up here, it's not even spots. It's just gray. So I can't fix that. Other than that, I feel pretty good. Older or younger than you feel?
5: Younger, and I think it's a state of mind. And the only time I've felt super old recently is when I'm looking at all the birds at my bird feeder and trying to <laughs> write them down. So or I puzzles. Can, or, or, <laughs> or while I'm working on my puzzle, yeah. but I'm actually embracing that. I'm okay with it. Like, it's, par, it's part of me evolving in, in, in my likes and dislikes. But I really do feel younger.
1: You know what's funny is when I was... 13, you looked at somebody who was 30 and you were like, you were so old. Oh, yeah. Then when you get 25, you look at somebody who's 40 and you're like, you're so old. And it continues to, I'm 40 now and I still feel basically the same. But that's what you realize is that as you get older, you kind of still feel the same kind of youthful energy inside of you, except now you've just learned more to press you down. Like you're, what you've learned about the world shoves you down more than how you feel. Yeah. Right. Because you're like, Oh man, sometimes the world just sucks, and you didn't really think that when you were mm-hmm. younger. You were like, everything's going to work out for me. Things are going to work out exactly. I'm going to have this plan, and then when it does, that you're going, okay, well, not quite like I, I I had expected.
5: Also, too, I think as kids we think adults have it all together, and especially by forty, like yeah, you don't know, <laughs> deal know. with any kind of drama, <laughs> and life is totally fine, and it's in it. You're, I'm looking back on when I was a kid, some of my parents. Friends and even my parents, for that matter. And they were, we were like, <laughs> had so much drama and they were immature. And like, just just kind of like life continues to happen like that. No, not everybody has it together.
1: Yeah. Like ever. <laughs> ever. That's right. Yeah. Thank you. We will see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody.
5: Get your, your bobby bones on.